from the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto. Oh, Yes. And Mocha. It's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carter. This is Ed You're listening to my boys, Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys, Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. Roz. Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. That is amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show. Podcast. Powered by Air Transat. Hello? Hi, it's Razamoka. Yeah? It's Razamoka. No, sorry. I'm not here. Call me back later. Hello? What was that? Call me back later. Well, we got a text and it said, hi, it's my birthday. So I thought it'd be nice to call whoever it is. Okay. And say happy birthday and why thanks did, for listening. Why were they embarrassed that we called? That's I, what you do when you're embarrassed that somebody know. calls you. Call them right back. That was super weird. And rude, right? Yeah. Yeah. Did they say, hi, I'm not here? Super rude. Why would you do that? Hello? Hello? Hi, it's Razamoka. Yeah? Hi. Hey, you texted us. No, and- sorry. I'm not here. Call me back later. <laughs> is that... Hold on. Wait. Is that what their voicemail sounds like? That little jerk? Oh, wait a minute. That's a voicemail? No, it's not. Call back again. I need to hear this oh, again. come on. Hold on. No. We fell for that twice? Oh, no. God. That's the person's voicemail? No. Get out of here. That troll Hold didn't on. do that to us. Hold on. <laughs> I kind of like it. Then we got to leave a message. Hello? Hello? Yeah? Hello? Wait, don't say anything. No, sorry. I'm not here. Call me back later. Oh, you little jerk. <laughs> Hi, it's Razamoka. Did it beep? I think so. Oh, I'm so old. Oh my. <laughs> Honey, did <Yeah>. it beep? <laughs> I didn't hear a beep. Yo, you texted us just now, and we called you back three times yeah. to, to say happy birthday, but we got mad because we thought that your voicemail was really you, and the second time we called, we thought it was you spitting the same line until realizing it is your voicemail. Yeah. So bravo. Happy birthday. Thank you for listening to the Razamoka Show. Jerk. Eh, happy birthday. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Okay, let's talk spying. See, wanting to become a spy is not the kind of thing, it's not the kind of job you can win by like texting like that. No. How do you become a spy? Because I I always think maybe I got what it takes to be a spy. But then you're like, but how do you like, who hires for spies, man? Like that's a real particular thing. And then last week during this show, CSIS started running commercials where they were like having a job fair and CSIS is like the Canadian spy agency. It's like the Canadians, their top intelligence agency. And they they were doing a job fair where you could show up and get interviewed to be, they call them intelligence officers, but your job to the interview to be a spy. Yeah. This Which is what it sounded kind of like, dope. by the way, if you missed it. Are you self-confident and great with yes. people? Do you pay attention to detail? Yes. Then you might have what it takes to join CSIS. Yes. Recruiters from the Canadian Security Intelligence Service are in Toronto looking for intelligence yes. officers to help keep Canada safe. Yes. Right? Yes, yes, and yes. 
that's how you become a spy, apparently. And uh, damn it, Maury went down with his resume and a long coat and a fedora <laughs> <laughs> to a secret location where they were holding uh, these interviews. Where was it, more? Oh, it was at the uh, the Hyatt downtown. Okay. So oh, that's, I, yeah. that's For, a okay, secret. You're not, you're not supposed to give that kind of information up, <laughs> It was up, in man. the commercial. It doesn't oh, matter. No, you're, not, yeah, you're not supposed to give that kind of information up, bro. Okay? Rule one is spying. You got <laughs> to keep your contacts location safe. Yeah, it's true. Uh, so what did you do? You went in and you... I went to the front of the line and I said, I'd like to be interviewed. I'm your guy. Okay. And they looked at you and went... Here is an eyeglass cleaner thing for you. Oh, they wow. They handed out freebies. Okay. <laughs> oh, Do you want it? I bet you know, man. There's a microphone in there, I bet. Oh, my God. You're probably right. Yeah, they recorded everything you're doing. Including the conversation. I think I'm perfect for the job. What do I need to know or what can you ask me to figure out if this is great for me? Listen, one of the things you need to understand is the 21st century spy is really everyone. Oh. We are looking for teachers, lawyers, people who are tech savvy, um, you know, you really have to be able to adapt to different types of technology, especially online. We're not necessarily... I'm amazing at private browsing. <laughs> right. We're basically looking for people who are interested in how data analytics help us, oh. especially now with the threats in, our, in the cyber realm that we're faced with. Do I need to be around lots of people? Because I know that whenever I go to parties and stuff, I'm just not comfortable being around crowds. Yeah, so that... This might not... <laughs> Not be something that you would be uh, good at, if I may be bold, because oh. we are looking for people to not only blend in with the crowd, but and that's the thing. I'm really un very unassumingly assuming. What do you have a valid permanent driver's license? Yes, I do. I drive a wonderful black uh, Yaris. Okay, and now is there nighttime work involved? Well, there could be. The only reason I ask is because I'm not really comfortable in the dark. It kind of brings out the unknowns and makes me kind of antsy. Right. I can also, I'm short, as you can see, I can hide in small places if you need me to hide behind garbage pails or bushes or something. That could be really an asset to you guys. Yeah, so we don't actually do that sort of oh. work. We've got a really strong um, process, and we have to follow a lot of rules. We have the CSIS Act that really defines who we are and what we do. And I loved Mission Impossible, where he was jumping over buildings and stuff. I would love to find out if there's training for that. Well, that was a very cool movie. That is not really realistic to the work that we do. I even know the Miranda rights. You have the right to remain silent. Anything you say and can be used against you in the court of law. That uh, could have been impressive in a different type of interview, but not here. What does CESA stand for? Oh, no. Uh, really? You're asking me that question? I think it's important for me to know these things. Wow. Okay. It stands for the Canadian Security Intelligence Service. Oh, you know, um, I think we've spent a lot of time. It's very nice to meet you, but there's a lot, as you can see, there's a lot of people here that we need to interview. So um, thank you very much for your time, and, and um, we'll, we'll be in touch. Yeah, they're on to you now, bro. <laughs> uh. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, did you hear this clip of the guy from Fox News yesterday trolling everybody that everybody took way too far?
Oh no, is it a Trump thing? No, it's not a Trump thing. It's even worse. If you want to troll somebody, yeah. he did even worse than a Trump thing. Oh yeah? Yeah, by telling people that you haven't washed your hands in 10 years and that germs aren't real. Oh no! So listen to you. Listen, <laughs> oh no, a lot yeah. of germaphobes out there too. Oh my God. Uh, so listen to this clip from uh, uh, Pete Hegseth. As I told you, my 2019 resolution is to say things on air that I say off air. I don't think I've washed my hands for 10 years. <laughs> but really, I don't, I, I don't really wash my hands ever. help me! No, oh, no. I, I inoculate myself. It's not, germs oh, are not a real thing. I can't see them, therefore they're not real. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's Bro. disgusting. That is the, that is, if like you, wanna... you think about all the things just in a 24-hour period <laughs> yeah. that you do with your hands. Yeah. And then to say you don't wash your hands yeah. for 10 years. Right. And we're talking like all seasons. Yeah. Like think about all the stuff that you do in the summertime yeah. even outdoors. So he said he was clearly joking. Yeah. Right? Clearly joking. And But it, it's to the point now of where when you look at the news reaction to this guy on Fox saying that he doesn't wash his hands in 10 years. And he inoculates himself and that germs are not real. Therefore, he can't see germs. Therefore, germs are not real, which is the real. That's the gem of that whole thing. That's like the the gem line. Uh, People have written articles for the past 24 hours uh, using every scientist they can get a hold of and going super deep into why germs are real and how much of an idiot. It's so crazy, man. But he has a point, though. If you can't see ghosts... If you can't see Martians... Hold on a second here. If Say again? Go back to ghosts for me. You can only see a ghost if they're wearing a cloak. No, but just say, say what you were going to say. Because he you, said that I can't see germs, therefore they're not real. And you were going to say... If you can't see ghosts or Martians, which are also... No, 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 no. Just stick with ghosts. Okay, if you can't see ghosts... Yeah. Therefore... They're, but I do believe in ghosts. But ghosts aren't real, though. Well, what part? All of them. No, uh, there are ghosts. I saw one. No, you didn't. Well, no, you didn't. I recorded it. No, you didn't. We've been over this many times. Dude, okay. You did also, not see a ghost. Uh, okay, so ghosts could be real. Okay. Why don't we talk about the fact that you don't wash your underpants? Yeah, you're disgusting. Oh, I was going to talk about how I haven't washed my hands over a weekend once. But if you <laughs> want to talk about my underpants, by yeah, all means. Because this guy on Fox was trolling, saying he doesn't wash. Maury doesn't actually wash. Yeah. Now, well, here's the thing. I'll go an entire several days or something like that. But when I do yeah. boot camp or spin, then I'll change my underwear. Except in the summer, because sometimes they dry by the time I get home. Right. And have you ever done inside the outsies? Sorry, what? Inside the outsies, where you can turn them insides inside out and then wear them again. Inside the outsies. Or does inside out? Have you ever said that to yourself? Like the great filth flip? The what? The great filth flip? Yes. No, I haven't done that. I've never once looked at a pair of underpants and went, you know what? I can get another day out of those if I just turn them around. You were... Right? Like you're beyond disgusting, dude. Yeah. Like it's like so, beyond. It's so gross. Yeah. Like okay. I almost no no. I just I I feel <laughs> so weird. Think about your ancestors. Like I just feel weird working. No. I feel weird. Like yeah. Even it makes you dirty. You. Like yeah. it makes you feel dirty. No, but think about uh, your ancestors. No, no, stop it, Maury. No. Stop it. That's, don't go down that road. Yeah, you're just a disgusting human yeah, being. You just probably don't. the most disgusting I have ever met in my entire life. Right. Like you just don't wash your drawers. Like no, this but guy. I, my the fact that my underwear may be unwashed slightly <laughs> dirty maybe. but no but it's not like i'm typing on my keyboard with my bum like it's like it's in my pants first of all <laughs> am i the only one who just got that image and now i want to go home <laughs> <laughs>
Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix? Roz and Mocha got you. Allie, Allie, Allie. It's Roz and Mocha. How are you? Good, yeah? Good. You are in very dangerous territory. Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> so, Allie, you wrote this. Roz and Mocha FML Fix My Life. Recently, my best friend and I admitted that we had feelings for each other. I was always scared of telling him because I didn't want to ruin what we had... Uh, We were both in relationships for a long time. They both had rough endings. We're both single now. And uh, the time felt right. After a weekend of hanging out and getting very close, he told me that he can't be with me because he's not ready to date, even though his relationship ended six months ago. I don't know what to do because I can't look at him the same way anymore, but I don't want to lose my best friend of seven years. Unfortunately, the feelings I have are now even stronger. What do I do? Please fix my life. Allie, how old are you? I'm 25. 25. Okay, so that weekend that you guys spent together, did you sleep with each other? Yeah. Okay. This is very tricky. And right out of the gate, I'm going to say you need to <laughs> not get into a relationship with this guy. Yeah, I thought so. <laughs> yeah, jeez, it's, it's real tough. The... The idea, first of all, I know everybody could say men and women can be best friends, no problem, without having feelings. I have always called BS on that. Yeah, always, always, and it doesn't have to be both of you are going to fall in love, no. but one person will inadvertently wind up whatever because closeness is closeness. And when it comes to dating your best friend or taking a friendship and turning it into a relationship, you have to ask yourself one question: Are you willing to risk the friendship for this relationship? Because once you try, you will never be able to go back to just friends. It is impossible. It will never happen. That person will now be your ex. Yeah, I thought. <laughs> okay, and I know. sex changes everything. We yeah. all know. We all know that. Allie, do you and this guy now, since everything happened and all the feelings were let out, and after he said that he can't be with you? Uh, have you been able to have a conversation or hang out the way you did before all of that happened? So we've been talking ever since as if, like, nothing had happened. Like, we tease each other a bit, but that's really the only difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but is it weird now? Tonight. I don't know. I don't, I can't tell. Can I tell you why your friendship is over? Yeah. If he doesn't want to date you and he does get over his ex and you see him flirting up another woman, you're going to get jealous? A little. Yeah, your friendship's over. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'll tell you why. In situations like this, okay, the, the the purpose of a best friend and the great thing about having a best friend is when you go through a breakup or when you're having feelings for somebody or when you are confused about something in life or something with your family, the best friend is the person you turn to. Mm-hmm. Okay? And he's not going to turn to you for that anymore and you're not going to turn to him for that anymore because it's going to be just... It's going to be awkward, right? It's going to be weird. And especially, especially, how are you going to feel if one day he says to you, hey, I'm dating this real nice girl. Uh, We're going to hang out on Friday night. Do you want to come? I would really love for you to meet her. Like, how are you going to feel at that point, knowing that you're full out in love with this guy and you slept with him? Yeah, it's going to be weird. Okay, so let me, and and also let me tell you how this is going to play out in in the future, okay? Is that you're either going to be uh, honest and put yourself in a position of no one, no way that anybody's ever going to trust you again, or you're going to have to lie to any future boyfriends you hook up with. Because if you hook up with a guy, okay, and you guys are getting along and a relationship is 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 like blossoming and everything's going great, and you're going to go, oh yeah, I want you to meet my best friend. 
And he's going to go, who's your best friend? And you're going to say his name. And he's going to go, that's kind of weird. You're 25. Your best friend's a dude. You guys ever had sex? Yeah, I, I've been. So you're either going to say yes, and your new boyfriend is going to think that you're sleeping with your best friend, or you're going to say no and lie to your new boyfriend. Unless you guys can pull this together and become like a super couple, you and the best friend, where everything just magically works out and uh, the, the relationship is awesome and it's a thing of envy and you guys were the ones that managed to turn a best friendship into a flourishing relationship, that's awesome. But other than that, your friendship is done. Yeah, that's what I thought. I yeah. Yeah, you knew done. it. You just needed the uh, the validation. Yeah, yeah. Much. So, Allie, the only thing you got to do now is go find yourself some new friends and don't sleep with any of them. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I I know. Yeah. Also, uh, you know, okay. Anytime I've ever met a woman where she is like, "Oh yeah, my best friend's a guy," it's like it's totally cool. Like we've just been friends forever. Like there's like we've never done any. I'm always like, uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Because at some point it's only in a matter that of friendship, time. they've talked about it. It's only a matter of time. Yeah. It's only a matter of time. And everybody right now who is like texting in, and I can see the phones going crazy because you guys have your best friend who's a member of the opposite sex, and it's fine, and you're there for each other. Through, don't. I don't want to hear it. Oh, wow. Damn. Okay? I just don't. Just hit ignore. Most, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to ignore. I'm ignoring all of you right now. <laughs> I'm ignoring all the texts, and I'm ignoring all the phone calls. Hey, Allie, thanks so much for taking part in Razamoka's Fix My Life. All the best. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much. Raz and Mocha's Fix My Life, only on KISS. Did you know that Air Transat flies to over 60 destinations in 26 countries? And get this, they got direct flights to 26 destinations in Europe. Check out Croatia. You got to look at this. I, I don't think a lot of people think about Croatia when yeah, they think Europe. That's like the spot now, right? I'm telling you, it's the spot. Yeah, Paris, also Athens, Dublin, Italy, Amsterdam, Portugal, Spain. We've talked so much about Portugal while talking about Air Transat. And uh, it's one of the, it is the warmest country in Europe. And anybody who's been there will tell you just how life-changing and uh, not only life-changing is in you just experiencing a different culture, but it's like a spiritual thing for people when they go to Portugal. They come back different human beings. Uh, you got to check out Portugal. Also, of course, uh, Spain and London. You can't forget London, man. Plus, many more when you book with Air Transat. Air Transat, vacation is calling. Phone call? Oh, yeah, let's take a phone call. Hi, it's Razamoka. Who's this? Good morning. It's Christina. What's up, Christina? How are you? I'm good. I'm actually great. It's my birthday today. Oh, happy oh. birthday. Thank How old are you? Thank you. I'm 27. Nice. And what are you doing to celebrate? I'm actually working today, but my husband has a bunch of surprises lined up for me. Ooh. So I don't know what's to come. Uh, is there something that you're hoping for? No, nothing in particular. No, so. like a special dinner or like a specific dessert? No, oh, not okay. at all. As long as I'm around good, positive people, it's it's a, it's a happy birthday. <laughs> nice. Wow, you were easy to buy for, huh? <laughs> Absolutely. Wow. Well, happy birthday. Thank you. I was wondering if maybe the three of you, Gambit Mori, Roz, Mocha, if you could sing me a little happy birthday. Uh, of oh, course. Hold on. Gambit Mori. <laughs> All right, fellas, for Christina's birthday, one time.
I thought we were barbershop quartetting. There's only three of us more. <laughs> also, it's barbershop, not bartershop. Yeah. Happy birthday, Christina! Thank you. Nicely done. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Uh, Moore wants to play a game, Mocha. Okay. Want to play a game? Uh, the name of the game is Chow Crown. So uh, it's the musical crown spinning chow chomping game. <laughs> what? I'm reading these from the official rules here. Okay. Okay. Do you want to go get the crowns, Maury? Bring them in. Don't don't give one to Moki yet, but go get the crowns. So the name of the game is this. You have a crown on your head. Yeah. And hanging from the crown are little forks. Okay. And then the crown spins, and you have to try and eat things off the little forks without using your hands. Oh, God. And the person who can eat the most things <laughs> yeah. winds up winning. So, oh, my God. That okay. so ridiculous. Okay. And uh, what you have on the crowns are um, marshmallow. Yeah. A Vienna sausage. Yeah. A hot pepper, uh-huh. a hard-boiled egg, a kosher dill pickle, and a pickled herring fish. <laughs> Damn, that's so okay. gross. <laughs> so whoever winds up eating the most things off the fork before the crown stops spinning in a chow crown uh, is the winner. <laughs> uh, what is this? It's hitting my shoulder. No, you it look better super not cool. be the that's fish. An egg. That's the egg. Oh, okay. the egg that you coughed okay. on. Gross. Okay. Okay. So gentlemen, yeah. are you ready? So put your hands up on your buttons. Let me just check to make sure that your head. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And three, two, one, chow. Okay, so. Okay, so. Okay, Mocha just got a sausage in the face. Okay. Oh, God. Okay. Okay. Nobody's, nobody's managed to eat anything yet. Mori almost got the egg. Mori almost got the egg. Mori, oh, oh, the hot pepper. Mori's getting the hot pepper. Okay, no, he didn't. No, no, not at all. Wow. Mori, you got to... Man, Mo- these four, out. Okay, okay. Oh, God, Mocha just, sausage hey, in the Mocha, eye. I'm going to tell you right now, I think that your crown is sitting too high on your head. Yeah, Push think- the front down. Push the front. Pull the front down a little bit. Oh, God, this game sucks. Okay. Should we do it again? Okay, so do you think that we need to do it again? So what, the score is what? Nothing. Yeah, nothing. Okay. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, are you ready? Yeah. Okay, in three, two, one, push. Okay. Okay, okay Mocha's isn't spinning anymore. Okay. Mocha's crown isn't working. I can't see out of one eye. Okay. Oh, 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 you almost got that. You almost got it. Okay, I'm going to get this one. Okay. No. Okay. Okay, so they're both. Maury almost got the sausage. Okay, Maury. Oh, okay. Did anybody get anything? No. No. Oh. <laughs> okay, we'll do it again. One more time. One more. One more. One more. Okay. Okay. One, one more time. So this is a chow crown. Again, uh, it's uh, Maury and Mocha. They have crowns on their heads and with food stuck to the ends of forks that are dangling in front of their faces. They have to try and eat it as it whizzes around their face, being hit in the face with things like marshmallows, sausages, pickles, eggs, and fish. All right. Okay, so here we go. One last time. And okay. three, two, one, chow. Okay, here we go. Okay. Okay, okay. Okay, nobody's got anything. Nope. Mocha almost got that egg. Uh, I, you're, so they're, they're, I think the, I think the technique... Oh, they, they almost touch oh, crowns oh, and tongues at the same time. Maury's got a good technique. He's swinging back and forth to try and get something to okay. launch itself into his mouth. Oh, that was so close! So close. Okay. Oh, oh, man! Oh, no! The egg 
egg was on my lip. I almost had it. I, the sausage was in the tip, like right in my uh, tongue. God, and so, I almost got the marshmallow. Okay. One more time. It smells so bad in here, guys. Yeah. It really does. I don't know if I can do another round of no. this. No, we're done. One more. No, we're done. Maury, try and get that sausage. It's right there in front of your face. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, you look so dumb right Just, now. Can you? Can you... Okay. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, Try it. Maury, the uh, egg is right there. Get the egg. Okay, get the sausage. The sausage is right there. Oh my god, your mouth is so gross, bro. Get that sausage. Get, get it. Okay, no, almost, almost. Oh, 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 You're so gross. Okay, come on, come on, you got it, you got it, you got it. Come on, bite, 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 bite. Just bite. Oh, God, the egg's hitting me in the face. So gross, guys. Okay, Maury got the sausage. and Mocha Show Podcast. So the Grammy Awards last night, it's like a six-hour event. Right? Uh, Alicia Keys appeared to be high as hell, and everybody seemed to love it. Was she, not the most, was she not the most chill host you've ever seen do an awards show? Like, spinning around? But the thing with Alicia Keys is she has so much cred that she was, like, jumping in on... All sorts Everybody. of things and just like breaking out into song and nobody cared because yeah. she's Alicia Keys. Like it's pretty fantastic. Even when even with all the backlash over J Lo doing the Motown tribute. Oh my god. Or it right? was like Smokey Robinson and J Lo and J Lo twerking to the Jackson Five, which I found odd, and I yeah. love J Lo. Yeah. But twerking to the Jackson Five was odd. But then Alicia Keys just shows up on stage. <laughs> Thank y'all so much. Thank y'all so much for the love. We are in here. We're having an incredible night. That was so much fun. I was back there. I was like, I was part of it. <laughs> Welcome to the 61st annual Grammy Award. <laughs> right? He's like, I just got some good stuff from Snoop. <laughs> <laughs> A couple of the tweets. Alicia Keys, she's simply beautiful, glowing, and completely stoned. <laughs> uh, she has a great voice, but I've never seen a more permanently stoned look on a human being's face outside of Spicoli and Fast Times at Ridgemont High. <laughs> and Alicia Keys is getting more stoned as the night goes on. <laughs> Wait, is it legal over there? It's not, right? Uh, if you California? get a card. Yeah, you can get a card. I'm sure oh, she's got a card. Oh, at least he's yeah, got more please. than a card. <laughs> so she was awesome. I also, uh, it's it's interesting, you know, with Drake's speech about what the Grammys actually mean when he had said that, you know, you don't need to, a, a Grammy to define your success. And then with Ariana Grande having her fight with the Grammys over what to perform, there was two things that were telling last night. Mm. Um, which is maybe people have lost faith in the Grammys or they want to take control over their portion of the Grammys, which is... People as in the, the, performers. the performers who are there, okay. Which is both Dolly Parton and Diana Ross were the ones to perform their own tributes. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> like normally, normally those would be... 
They would be all the other yes. all the other uh, music stars, yeah. and you know Diana Ross or Dolly Parton would just yeah. be sitting there front row, crying. looking on, yeah. crying yeah. like "Thank you so much." Is yeah. that why but, Diana Ross was forced to say "Happy Birthday" to me? Like she actually said "Happy Birthday" to me because it was it was her birthday. Oh yeah. Tribute, right? So normally somebody else would perform and say "Happy Birthday, Diana," but she was there for her own I think, birthday I think, song. Yeah, I think she loved all of that. Uh, I loved the the Diana Ross thing. I thought it was just such a genuine, beautiful moment. It was one of the most genuine moments of the show. The Dolly last Parton night. thing was one of the best things I've oh, seen. Oh, yeah, it was great, and the the outfits were great. Everything was great, but it really says something that Dolly Parton and Diana Ross did their own tributes because normally that would be other people doing doing those tributes. Um, <laughs> right? So good. <laughs> and Diana Ross with a grandkid come out. Like, oh, little dude with all that hair. So cool. It made my parents happy and it led to this day. And it brings me joy. Through my life, there has always been music and its power. <laughs> Sing, girl. Every time. Like, she was 75 years old walking down those stairs in heels with all that tool and no railing. Hold on. Dude, she still tours. I know. Diana Ross is 75 years old. 75, yeah. No, she is not. Dolly's 73. Uh, Smokey Robinson's up there, too. Yeah. Wait, Wait Dolly Parton is how old? I think 73, right? Yeah. yeah. Yo, no lie. Dolly Parton and Diana Ross look younger than Madonna. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, all the Hollywood work, yeah. but... They look younger than Post Malone. Hey, oh, my God. <laughs> Yo, don't even get me started on Post Malone. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, Lady Gaga's performance last night. I love Lady Gaga. I love Shallow, one of my favorite songs of the year. But... Did not like this version of it. In all the good times I found myself longing And in the bad times I feel myself Got too hard for me I don't know know. Tell me something I don't know It got too hard for me like it got, uh, I don't know. It was kind of like it was too. Ed- I don't want to say it's too edgy, but it was like almost too edgy for me. Yeah. It took, yeah. When her when she performed it, for, I didn't find the song as beautiful as I normally do. When she did it last night, it took a weird turn, and I can't really explain it. It just didn't work. I don't know. You didn't see this, did you? No. No. What time does this happen at? If it happened after nine thirty, you didn't see any. No, I went to bed. Yeah, this part's beautiful. Like, I like this part, but then still it, got a voice. Yeah, oh my god, she's got like a crazy voice. She had a cool cat suit on too. There was like all sequins and stuff. I don't think Gaga's ever looked better than she did last night, man. Ooh, everything me. was everything was on. Everything was on. Meow. Yeah. Anyway, so there you go. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Trying to get out of my like my house because the snowplow went by after I lifted the heaviest snow I've ever lifted in my life yesterday doing the driveway. Right. What a disaster that was. I did it in skinny jeans. 
No, you didn't. Yeah, I well, did. I mean, why am I surprised? <laughs> of course you did. Yeah. Yeah. Of course you, you know. When you got a tushy like this, man. Got to show it off. You got to show it off. Storm or no storm. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I just, I walked rocks down to her friend's place so they could have a play date because, you know, why not, right? Of course. Because school was out. And then I came back and I was like, oh, I got to do the driveway. And we have interlocking on our driveway, but it's old. So they're oh, all, no, they're uneven. all uneven. And my stomach hurts so much from <sighs> running into the end of the shovel. That's the worst. It's the oh, worst. Oh, God, I hate that. It's the I worst. I hate that so much. So, like, I can really feel, like, in my solar plexus. Like, yeah. I, there's two things I, I, I realize that happen to you a lot when you're a kid. And when you're older, you don't feel them that often. And when you do, you remember how horrific the feeling was. Number one on the list is when you're an adult and you hurt your tailbone, uh-huh. it's a nightmare. <laughs> I remember when I was a kid, I used to fall all the time yeah. on the ice, in the schoolyard. I always had a sore tailbone when I was a kid. But as an adult, having a sore tailbone, it's a life ruiner. The other thing that doesn't happen to adults. Online, right away, looking up a WebMD. Bruh. Okay. The other thing that doesn't happen to adults that used to happen to you all the time when you were a kid is getting the wind knocked out of you. Oh, yeah. When you were a kid, I remember, like, I have visions, hundreds of visions in my head of me lying on the floor going, until you get your breath again. But as an adult, you you calling 911 at that point. Yeah, and checking WebMD. Yeah, so (laughs) I'm there in the driveway yesterday, and I, I nail myself with a shovel, and I knock the wind out of me. And I want to take, like, I really want to take a knee because I'm just like, oh my but God. you can't because your pants are so tight. I can't because my pants are so tight. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. I friggin' knew it. <laughs> yeah. No, and also because I know the neighbors. And they're going to look at, that's what you get, jackass. When you shovel the driveway in skinny jeans. <laughs> still look good though, right? <laughs> I look dope. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Hi, this is the Ron Zamoka Show. Who's this? Daniel. Daniel. Uh, I called in before. I'm actually the Spanish guy from Harlem. Oh, what's oh, up, man? What's up, man? No, I just got a question, uh, maybe a little riddle for uh, for Maury there. Go for oh, it. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Uh, Maury, what weighs more? A, a one ton of bricks or a ton of feathers? A ton of bricks. Why? Because bricks are heavier than feathers, so a ton of bricks would be heavier uh-huh. than a ton of feathers. Right. I mean, Are you that's sure? The easiest answer. Well, yeah, because try lifting a brick and lifting a feather. It's like you know you're going to topple the scale the way of the brick. Right. Um, what weighs more, a ton of pillows or a ton of marbles? <sighs> I mean, pillows have weight. I'm going to say marbles. So marbles, a ton of marbles weigh more than a ton of pillows. Okay. What weighs more, a ton of feathers or a ton of leaves? Oh, God. Oh, wow. Um, I'm going to go with still feathers. Now, do we have definitive answers on these? Because I don't know the answers to these. Yes. Like, what, well, you have definitive answers on these. Yes. Daniel, okay. go for it. Yeah. So <laughs> they weigh the same. You would think that. Well, 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 what weighs more, a 100-pound boy or a 100-pound girl? Well, no, but that's different, though. That's like a 100-pound boy, 100-pound... I mean, because bricks and feathers, that's... You can't compare human and human. Like, I'm comparing bricks and feathers. Right. The brick... One brick weighs but, more okay, than but, one but, but the man said, what weighs more, mm-hmm. a ton of bricks... I heard him. ...or a ton of feathers? Right. So I'm going to go with a ton of bricks. <laughs> Would it surprise you, damn it, Maury, to know that a ton of bricks and a ton of feathers weigh the exact same. Yeah. Is a ton weight or a ton the amount? 
Excuse me? Do you know what I mean? Like I have five pieces of paper. Right. Which is the amount right. versus the weight. So you're I have asking... a ton like, oh, I have a ton of bricks. <laughs> <laughs> like I have a lot of bricks. Like what weighs more? A lot of bricks or a lot of feathers? Like are you using ton like, as the hold on, form? But are, so are you saying are, are you saying a ton is like uh, what weighs more, six bricks or six feathers? That's what I think he said. Like, I have, oh no. my God, I have so many bricks. No, no, a ton is a measurement of weight. I know, but are we using it as that or are we using yes. it as the expression of the weight? Like, you know, no. oh my, I have like a, We're using a whopping amount of bricks. Weight. So what weighs more, a whopping amount of bricks or a whopping <laughs> amount of feathers? No, bricks. a ton as in weight. Okay, Maury, let me put it this way for you, okay? Please. I'll put it in, in terms that you can understand. What weighs more, a ton of bricks or the ton of nude male models you follow on Instagram? Oh, wow. The male models. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel, can you please clarify for Dan and Maury what the correct answer is? Honestly, if you guys couldn't do it, I don't think my explanation would help. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Maury, this, 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 no, I can't. No, I thought he meant like a lot, like, uh, you know, what weighs more? Many bricks or many flowers or fl feathers? <laughs> no, a no, ton is a ton. Yeah. Do you get it now? My head hurts. Okay. All right. Thanks, Daniel. Thank you, guys. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. When it comes to when's Valentine's Day? Thursday. Thursday. Sorry. Okay. Come I on. Know I should know these things. Listen. I should know these things. They asked. They asked people what they most want for Valentine's Day, both men and women, oh. and they didn't necessarily. You don't necessarily have to be in a relationship, so a lot of these answers might be skewed because they just may have wound up getting a bunch of single people. But when they ask people, what do you most want for Valentine's Day? Yeah. Let's go through the what the what women said, okay. according to the new poll. Ooh. So according to women, what do you think is on their list of things that they want for Valentine's Day? Flowers. I'm going to say time spent with the person that they love. No, like a thing. Oh, God. Like sorry. a gift. Time spent. <laughs> Please. Nobody wants that. Nobody wants that. Oh, you mean gifts. <laughs> gifts. Like a Gucci belt or something. Oh, no. Like, maybe not that specific. So A Louis Vuitton oh, bag. Home-cooked oh, meal. A home-cooked meal. Good. Good answer. Uh, here, I'll go flowers, through. Flowers. Flowers. Flowers, yeah. Okay, so uh, a card is the number one thing. Thought they you want, almost were going to say car. No, they want you to say something nice in a card. Candy. Yeah. Flowers, jewelry, and a massage. Oh, a massage. A massage. All right. Now, what by, do you wait, think? Wait, massage by your lover or like someone else? Ah, uh, good question. I would say by your lover. Yeah. I would I say would, by your I lover. I would think that as well. I don't, I don't think it's a very romantic gift to buy your, your girl no. a gift certificate to a spa. Yeah. I think you got to rub her down yourself. Yeah, for right? sure. You got to get in there with so the knuckles. You're going to send your lady to some like, no, next no, person to get a rub no, down? No, yeah, on Valentine's no. Day, no. You're, no. You cannot send your, your woman to go and get rubbed down by another man for a no. Valentine's Day gift. That is the wrong way well, to do Valentine's Day. when you word it that Day. way. What? That's exactly like, what no, it is. No, but there's you no, don't say rub down by, if you just say, I got you a gift certificate no. for the spa. Like, there's no, no woman no out chance. there that's going to say to her boyfriend or husband or girlfriend or wife, it's Valentine's Day, I love you, I'm going to send you to get a rub down by some next no. person. No, no, not happening. Uh, now for the guys. What yeah. did guys say that they most wanted for Valentine's Day? Uh, PS4 controller. 
Incorrect. Uh, uh, um, keep in mind, keep in mind, sex stuff wasn't allowed to be on the list. Okay? Um, oh, 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 uh, a renewed uh, membership for the PlayStation Network. Wow, no, that's uh, not Netflix no. Uh, subscription. No, no. Okay, hold on. Uh, Gucci belt. No. Gucci oh. belt. Yeah. You went from Netflix to Gucci belt. <laughs> How about like Gucci belt? steak or rip meat? Oh, good, good answer, Maury. No, S- a sandwich. Uh, a book. Uh, a book. Breakfast boring. in bed. Yeah. Booze. A card. But the number one answer of what guys want oh. for Valentine's Day. Time Santa. alone. Nothing. Hey. <laughs> the Rosin Mocha Show podcast. Hey, if you would like to. Uh, Shoot us a text real quick while you have some time while it's early. And uh, give us your name and your lover's name. We'll shout out your lover for you. Or your, if you have more than one lover? Who would you sure. like to shout out then, Maury? My, hus- my husband, Matthew. Nope. Yeah. Hot not your jo- husband. Oh, I'm not done yet. Okay. Hot uh, George at the gym. Mm-hmm. Oh. Brennan the trainer. And uh, Tyler the video star. Wow. God, man, if I was, Tyler, the video star? If I was your husband, I'd burn weird. that gym down, man. <laughs> like long ago. Yeah, you mentioned George's name a lot, huh? <laughs> well, because he's always shirtless. Mm-hmm. Different world. Because the gym I go to, they say, take your shirts Could off. Could you imagine if I went to a gym and there was like a super hot instructor, female, and I mm. went on the radio? No. Like fully married and everything, no. committed relationship, and I was like, I want to oh, give I a know. shout out to this super hot trainer. Yeah, no, it's weird. Gay world's different, though. We all know that. I was gonna. Who say wears that. like a, this really, really tight shirt all yeah. the time when I'm at the gym? There's different rules, man. Listen, it's different rules. It says, about, it says a lot about my love. We can't get to all of Maury lovers, <laughs> so oh my god, we'll, we'll help you out if you want to give us your name and your lover's name. We, oh, okay. we will we uh, be happy to shout out your lover for you. Hang on. Uh, my name is Armando. Her oh. name is Kelly. Happy Valentine's Day. I uh, just got another text. Please shout out my eight-month pregnant wife, Lori Messerkanian. I hope I said that right. Uh, happy Valentine's Day from Melissa to my wife, Sarah, and to Roz and Mocha. Oh, there you go. Uh, my sweetheart is Sherry from Hunter. Shirin Ali Youssef. My name is Ravian. I'm single AF, so shout out to my parents. <laughs> Love, Natasha. <laughs> Love you, Natasha. Happy Valentine's Day. Uh, my name is Maria Bondi. Happy Valentine's Day, Rob. There you go. A lot of text, man. I like it. Oh, shout out to my wonderful, perfect boyfriend, Cameron O'Neill. Happy Valentine's Day, my sweet angel. Love, Alana. And uh, throughout the rest of the show, we'll get to the rest of Maury's lovers. He's got a long list. <laughs> Super long. <laughs> Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Happy Valentine's Day, Mocha. Uh, David Maury harassing his husband, damn it, Matthew, at work. We all know from the history of Maury and Matthew, there are a lot of rules in that house. Most of them, most of them, most of them are implemented by Matthew. He runs that house. Tight ship. And one of the rules is that Maury's not allowed to call Matthew at work. That is just something you don't do. At all. At all. Don't even think about it. No, no. But that's exactly what Maury did. (laughs) (laughs) But it's Valentine's Day. It's your lover. Matthew speaking. Hey. (laughs) Happy Valentine's Day. Great. Okay, happy Valentine's Day. How are we going to celebrate later? I don't know. You tell me. Knock, knock. Who's there? Olive. Olive who? Olive you. (laughs) 
Is there a point to this telephone call? Wow. Yes, I just wanted to make sure you knew I was there for you on Valentine's Day. You're not really, but okay, sure. Does everyone around you know that I'm calling for Valentine's Day? Of course they do, because you call, 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 constantly. Oh, I have to go. I'm busy at work. Can we just not talk about Valentine's Day until like later when I get home? Okay, I love you. I love you too, with all my heart. Okay, bye. Bye. Oh, no. Okay, seriously? I just wanted you to know today I love you. Oh, I went yesterday and tomorrow you don't? Well, because today's Valentine's Day. Who gives a What did the Valentine's Day card say to the stamp? Tormenting me. Stick with me and you'll go places. Okay, well... Put me on speaker and I'll say happy Valentine's Day in front of everyone. No. <laughs> I have to go. I have a meeting. Roses are red. Violets are blue. Okay. I f***ing don't care about roses. If wow. he's busy on Valentine's Day, the side chick is you. What? Oh, no. That's not for you. <laughs> side chick? What is the difference between a calendar and you? Uh, Maury, I am at work. We don't call each other at work. <laughs> but it's Valentine's Day. <laughs> I have to go to a meeting. Bye. Oh no. <laughs> I'm gonna block your number. How was your meeting? I don't know why you're deciding to stalk me. It's Valentine's Day, so I wanted to be like, I love you always, forever, near and far, closer together, everywhere. I will be with you. I love you always, forever. Oh my lord. Near and far, closer together. Remember that song? Yes, I know the song. Bye. Oh! Oh no! Hello? And I, I will always love you. And I. Oh. <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Happy Valentine's Day. Now. In a perfect world, your person has Valentine's Day taken care of. Mm. And you're either going to wake up or you're going to come home tonight and it's going to be dynamite. But we want to talk to the people right now who are panicking. Where their intention is to do something, they just haven't got it together yet. So, please, uh, ladies, if you could, help us out right now. For the people who are panicking out there, because... Their partner, their person is just too hard to buy for. They don't know what to get. What are the surefire, easy fail-safes? What is the, the thing that somebody can do last minute that is still oh. acceptable? What is the acceptable last-minute Valentine's Day gift or treat or whatever it is? I got you. Which is what? Gift card to Home Depot. That is not. I'm going to say no to that one. Let's put that one over here for a second. Okay. Okay. Can I make another suggestion? Yes, you can. Uh, subscription to the WWE Network. Yeah. Okay, cool. I'm with you on this. I'm with you. I think we're getting yeah. closer, but not, not quite there. Okay. So, ladies, please. What is the acceptable last-minute Valentine's Day gift that somebody can pull off? <clears throat> I'm getting choked up. I'm so upset. What is it? Because people are panicking right now. You can feel it in this city. People are panicking right now. I get it. Oh, I know. Yeah. Gucci belt. Gucci belt? Yeah. I don't think buying a belt would be a great Valentine's Day gift. Like panties? Do guys still buy women panties for Valentine's Day? Like Gucci ones? Like Gucci panties? Sure. 
Ganties? Is that what they would be? <laughs> that sounds disgusting. I wish I never said that. <laughs> yeah, that I wish I never so created funny. that word in my head. That's if a disgusting if word. If anyone wants to trademark that, go ahead. It's, it's all you. Yeah, no. That's we a say, disgusting we word. We claim no responsibility. No, you can have it. I don't want ganties. I don't want that bouncing around my head. Uh, some of the texts that we're getting, it. one person wrote, a dog. No. Another person wrote, a dartboard and some chocolate. <laughs> a dartboard and chocolate. <laughs> That's actually not a bad idea. <laughs> uh, somebody else wrote, I'm a sucker for a meaningful and thoughtful handwritten card and a nice uh, bouquet of flowers. Acceptable. Uh, somebody else wrote, chocolate-covered strawberries and wine. Oh, okay. Also acceptable. You can pull that together last minute. Yeah. Hi, Tara. Happy Valentine's Day. Hi. How are you guys? Good. How are you? Last minute uh, Valentine's Day gift. Um, I would say a bouquet of chocolate bars, of the guy's favorite chocolate bars. Oh. Okay. Here we go. Cadbury, um, what do you call it? Caramel? Yeah. Right? I also like straight up coffee crisp, dairy oh, wow. milk. Yeah. I also like coffee crisp mm. and Snickers. Okay, that's great. Hey, thank Ooh. you so much. No problem. Have a great day. All right. Good, good Happy Valentine's here. Day. It's Ron Zamoka. What's your Happy name? Happy Valentine's Day. What's your name? Um, my name's Tabitha. Tabitha. All right. Last minute Valentine's Day gift to save your ass. So first off, no gift card. No woman wants a gift card. Not even um, for like Sephora or something. Good to know. No, oh, no. Okay. It's that's a complete cop out. Um, when you do, call up her favorite restaurant, get dinner to go, and then come home and make dinner. It makes it actually look like you put in a lot of effort and thought. And it's quick and easy. Wow. Okay. Damn. Okay. Not a bad idea. That's not that's not a bad idea. Hi, it's Ron Zamoka. Hi, how are you? Good, what's going on? Uh it's my birthday today. Happy oh, birthday. happy birthday and happy Valentine's Day. What's your name? Michelle. Michelle, all right. What is your suggestion for uh, those people who may need a last minute Valentine's Day idea? I think honestly that for myself with my birthday being on Valentine's Day, I think that your partner or whoever you're with, I think that them knowing you, and it doesn't have to be a big thing. For me, it was always a Snickers bar because it's my favorite bar instead of a box of chocolate. Mm, you know? Someone, seriously, I'm not kidding. Like, my ex-boyfriend used to drive to Barry um, and get me butter tarts from my, my favorite butter tart place, and he would bring it as a surprise. You oh, know? that's real nice. One, oh. Why is he your yeah, ex, then? You'd have to ask him that. Oh. <laughs> oh was he bringing butter tarts for other, other girls, too? <laughs> Uh, no, oh. no. Unfortunately, oh. bitterness just got hold of him. But anyways, Ooh. like one flower, one flower means more to me than a bouquet of flowers. Wow. Oh, that's real nice. I think knowing your partner, I think what touches their heart, I think touching their heart is more important in the smaller gesture yeah. than, okay, it's Valentine's Day. You know, I'm going to buy you a big bouquet. Okay, well, yesterday wasn't Valentine's Day. Does that mean you love me and you lost? Yeah. Right? Like so I think fail safe. I think anything, you know, that you know your partner loves, you know, like just, it's just, I think it should be the more small, meaningful things, you know. Like for me last night, my big romantic gesture to Catherine yeah. to celebrate Valentine's Day was I um, built her Ikea filing cabinet for her. Oh, that's very nice. <laughs> <laughs> because you know oh, me. No, I, oh, come I, on, seriously. No, no. If she wanted it built. Yeah. She, yeah. And I always say this. I, I, My ability to build Ikea furniture quickly, efficiently, without using the instructions, I don't think turns her on enough. Like when I'm in her office building her a filing cabinet, I expect her to come in a whip her clothes off. Right. Like to me, that should turn her 
her on. Like, my damn, baby, look at you. Yes. I was like, just about to say, what were you wearing, Roz? Like, you know, did you make it more appealing? Were you just I didn't tell you what he was like, wearing. Black tight pants, a jacket, and a scarf. Well, maybe you got to fancy that up a little bit, like, you know, put a little uh, oh, tie exactly. on and some shorts or something. <laughs> Glass of wine. Are you saying that I need to be naked while I build Ikea? <laughs> It would make it more entertaining. <laughs> Don't lose that Allen key. <laughs> Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Valentine's Day. Roz. Yes. Did you get anything for your girlfriend, Catherine? Well, I can't say now. I, I, got I, I gave her flowers I this morning. I morning gave her flowers, but normally... Oh, no, nice. no, it's not. It's weird. Oh. Um, Why is no, that weird? To give my girl flowers? It's weird, dude. It's weird. No, is but that... I do that so that she doesn't worry about when I flirt with you. No, it doesn't help. That oh, makes wow. it even that's, more weird. Yeah, that's super strange. Yeah. It's like, a band strange things I call it a band-aid. No, it's not. That's weird, dude. It's so <laughs> weird. Oh, because God. Maury said to me today, yeah. I bet Roz didn't get anything for Catherine. Oh, wow. For Valentine's Jeez. Day. Am and I if, wrong? N- yes, you are wrong. And if... <laughs> <laughs> and he said that if that were the case, yeah. that you didn't get anything for Catherine, right. he was going to be a bud and yeah. help you out. Okay. So I, what I did is I wrote a poem for you to give to her from you. So I wrote it for her from you. So you're my ghostwriter. Yes, that yes. would have been an easier way of saying this. Okay. <laughs> okay. As opposed so, to... <laughs> so this thing that you're now very publicly going to read... Is from you. I should then present tonight as it's from me. Yes. Okay, Or I ahead. could do this. Oh my gosh, Roz, you wrote Catherine a poem. Can I read it? Right. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> 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 yeah. Hey, I wrote Catherine a poem. Maura, would you mind reading it? Absolutely, thanks. Yeah, okay, great. Go ahead. <laughs> Let's open a wine. You're looking fine. I'm so glad you're mine. Some say ever thine. I say never mind. You open your heart even when I fart. Wow. And you still think I'm super smart. I hate when you're I hate when we're apart. With this beard, I may look like a gorilla. I love that you smell like vanilla. You're itty bitty and some people call you kitty. But to me, you're so pretty and witty. Your milky skin for the win. It just makes my head spin. When you walk around only in a robe, it gets the attention of everyone on the globe. Your moist lips and sexy hips. I wipe my drool as it drips. I love it when we flirt as I take off my shirt and make you my dessert. I ain't wearing no skinny jeans, and you know what that means, a night with no screens. Let's turn out the light and say goodnight. You always slay, but today, open the wine, my sexy valentines, cause you is mine's. I look into your eyes. You are my prize. You likes a side of fries. I know this wasn't clever, but our love is forever. Okay. Can I just say, Maury, if I gave that to Catherine... Okay, first of all, clap. If I gave... (laughs) 
If I gave that to Catherine tonight, mm-hmm. tomorrow I would be dividing half my things because she would sure as leave me. Why? <laughs> it's the sexiest poem ever written right. from you. No. No. What did you know? It talks about drool. It talks about her hips and her lips. Yeah, I, I got all of that. You don't have to repeat it. Um, Was she, it the gorilla part? <laughs> <laughs> No, I needed I something feel- to rhyme with vanilla. I have a feeling it was the beginning, the middle, and the end. <laughs> also, I'm the one that smells like vanilla. She doesn't smell like vanilla. <laughs> okay, I can change that quickly. Yeah. No, no, I- <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Question for you. Hit me. If we're talking about modern day stressful scenarios. Yeah. What would you consider to be something that you could experience in your everyday life that would be an over-the-top stressful situation for you? I'll give you an example. Waiting for an email reply. At number six is a slow internet connection. Oh, hell yeah. Okay. Yeah, dude, realizing when I get home three hours later that I was still on LTE and not on my home Wi-Fi. Oh. Stressful. You so going, I'm like, what am I using all that data for? Oh, oh, I don't even notice. <laughs> Not me either. I'm sick, I'm sick. Oh, excuse <laughs> me. Oh, I don't, yeah. uh, whoops. <laughs> okay, so let me go through this list for you. Good morning, Damon Mori. Thank you for joining us. Can I add one more? <laughs> yes. Okay, when Netflix isn't working. Ah, there you go. Another stressful situation. Modern day stressful situation. So at uh, number 10, they say forgetting your phone charger. Oh, definitely. And uh, they also say that the average person starts stressing about their battery when it hits 23%. Yeah. Well, as soon as it turns red. Is that at 23%? 20% is 20%, red. right, right, right. Yeah. Sure. That's my, when I get that first notification. That was two days ago when my phone, I noticed the battery was in the reds and I was like, oh man. Uh, number nine, credit card fraud. Been there many oh, times. Yeah, same. Not being that. able to remember a password for something. Yeah. Oh my God, the worst. Uh, your phone battery going dead. Yep. Yeah. Agreed. Can I tell you, going back to the password thing, it never used to be a problem. You would just, I would just sign up again. But now, if I forget a password for something that I haven't been to in years, mm-hmm. I'll just be like, ah, hell, okay, I'll just do a new account. And then I go and I punch in my email address, and they're like, sorry, that email address is already in use. And I'm like, I know, by me. Yeah, it's my email address. <laughs> it's my email address. I know it's for security and everything, but the one thing that kind of drives me nuts yeah. when you have to create a new password now is... It's got to be, you know, a minimum this many characters, maximum this many. You also have to include an uppercase, lowercase, a number, and some sort of a symbol. Can I tell you that the guy who came up with that... Is a real jerk. No. No, He he was not a security expert at all. What do you mean? He was not a security expert at all. And they found that... If you just allowed people to create whatever password using whatever system they wanted to, it would actually be more secure. Because what you find now is that people use the same passwords for everything, and it's always the same combination. It always starts with a capital letter, and it always ends with some sort of number or symbol. And so that's easier to crack than if I just let you come up with 
uh, I don't even know. Password. Uh, no, but like... Uh, bubbly pumpkin. Bubbly pumpkin, right. If Maury was allowed to just do bubbly pumpkin, that's actually more difficult than figuring out what Maury would use because you have to change it so often and follow all these rules that it's actually easier to crack somebody's password if you follow. So he's, he says they've interviewed this guy who came up with this protocol yeah. that the world just adapted and he was like, I had no idea he what apologized. I was doing. Oh, yeah, he apologized. Really? Yeah. And we all now have to do it. And in most uh, ways, you can save your password. It'll remember you, but not on private browsing. <laughs> Make a note of that, everybody. Uh, being late for work at number five. Losing your phone is number four. Sitting in traffic. Again, these are the most stressful modern day scenarios. Sitting in traffic, number three. Uh, arguing with your significant other is uh, number two. And losing your wallet and or credit card is number three. Whatever happened to the old days when, you know, stepping in a puddle was stressful? Yeah. When was that ever stressful? <laughs> I don't know. That was just like an inconvenience, but not stressful. Stressful. Like, but this, you'd think of, the, no, but that, that, then that's, in order to be on this list, Maury, it would have to be the possibility of stepping in a pile of puddle. <laughs> Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hey, it's Roz and Mocha. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? I'm well, thank you. Okay, what's your name? It's Andreen. Andreen. Okay, Roz, Andreen yeah. just sent us a text. Okay. <laughs> and she wanted us to call her husband. And I want to get to the bottom of this story. Oh my goodness. Are you guys going to put me live on air with this? Uh, Andreen yeah. said, I would like you guys to tell him that I love him oh. and he should stop being mad at me and all I want is for him to love me. Oh, what happened? Andreen, what happened? Oh my goodness. I don't know. We're just going through a little rough patch right now. Why? What did you guys fight about? Oh my God, it's a long story. Is it your fault? Not really. Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Andreen, did the fight start after you brought something up with him to talk about? Yes. So what was it that you brought up with him that then resulted in a fight and him being mad at you? <laughs> <laughs> Basically, he's just like, I don't know. He just thinks I'm cheating, which I'm not. Uh, I just always oh, want to go with my friends. Oh, he thinks that you're cheating? Yes. And I just want to go with my friends and have fun. And he's uh -huh. always like complaining. And I find that he's just being boring. All he wants to do is stay home, like watch TV. Um, he doesn't really want to go out with me at all. And you just want to go out and have fun? Yeah, just go with my friends all the time, you know, occasionally. But do you want do you want him there with you while you're out getting lit yes, up with your I friends? Yes, I do. I want him to go out with me. And he tells me, like, no, like, I'll stay home with the kids while you go out. <laughs> wow. Okay. So, Have you ever cheated on him before, though? For him to, like, never. automatically think? We've been okay. together for nine years, and I have never cheated on him. Ever. Okay. So why does he think you're cheating? What are the What are the, the reasons that he gives you? Um, I don't know. He just thinks that I'm always going on my friend too much, and I should stay home with him, watch TV, and be boring. Um, so wow. That's what he thinks. <laughs> <laughs> see, to me, I love you guys. See, to me, to me you're, you are... Are the uh, to me you're the, the the perfect woman because there's nothing I love more than somebody who will just easily go out with their friends and never ask me to go. <laughs> <laughs> no, but this is really nice because she wants her husband to go out I with know. her and have a good time. Like, do you guys not even like go? If, I'm your, if I'm your husband, I would just shut up. I wouldn't say a word. <laughs> I'd just be like, oh, you, you stay go home and watch all the all the sports, all you the go, Netflix, everything. You, you going out again? You going out again, baby? <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Okay, so oh, my. okay in the text message. I believe this phone number that you left here 
is mm-hmm. his number, right? Yeah. Okay, what's his name? Jermaine. We're going to call Jermaine, and I need mm-hmm. you to hold on the line, okay? Don't say okay. anything. Okay. Stop breathing so loud. I'm sorry, I'm walking to work. <laughs> the wind's blowing. It's more important than your work. Hello? Jermaine. Hello? Jermaine. This voicemail box is Oh, you, oh my God. What a jerk. All right. Well, it doesn't sound like he's like mad, mad because you sound like you're pretty happy. I'm always happy. That's just my personality. And plus, I work with kids at the school, so yeah. I'm always like, I'm always happy. All right. I don't let my problems get me down. All right. Go do your thing. Live your life. I will. Okay. Sounds like you're living so your best much. life. Hey, Andrean, uh, between Ross and Bulk, who's your favorite? <laughs> Don't do this to me. Oh, my. I love both of you guys. But? But I got to say, I go with Ross on this one. What? <laughs> oh, yeah, girl. Yo, now that I have Jermaine's number, I'm going to call him. And I'm going to tell him you're straight cheating on him. <laughs> right? Wait, Ross. <laughs> Not with me. <laughs> love you, Andrew. Bye. Take care. Bye, Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. You know, I trolled myself this morning. How? I trolled myself this morning. You trolled yourself? Yeah, listen, in my own head. Okay. Listen to what I did this morning. So okay. I'm walking through the house, and I'm looking for my computer. My computer's black, right? Yeah. And I'm like, I got to bring my computer to work today. So I'm walking through the house, and my computer was on the table uh, last night. Okay. And the table is like a black slate top that we have on the table. So the table's black. My computer's black. And uh, and I walk over to the table. I look at the table. It's not there. And then I go into the living room, and I check on the shelf to where my computer normally is when it's not there, and it's not on the shelf. And then I go back, and I feel the table, and the table, and my computer's right there. And I just couldn't see it, because it was a black computer on a black table. And in my head, I go, oh, look at that, isn't that funny? And then right afterwards in my head, I go, but was it really? <laughs> like, Shut up, Brain, it's too yeah. for this. <laughs> I was like, I troll myself. I was like, <laughs> You're dumb. <laughs> you are dumb. <laughs> Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hi, it's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Oh, my God. Hi. Um, oh, my God. What? Um, my na- Oh, my goodness. I can't believe I'm actually talking to you. What's going on? What's your name? My name's Yasmin. Hi, Yasmin. It's Roz and Mocha. Hi. Oh, my God. Okay, I want to let you guys know I've been listening to you guys since I was in grade nine, so it's nine years this year. Oh, uh, uh, shut up. No, seriously. <laughs> God, that's crazy. And what's happening in your life now? What do you do? Are you married? You got kids? Um, Are you dating? Are you living on your own? And do you work? No, I'm in school. I'm dating someone. We've been together for four years this year. Yeah. Um, oh my God, this is absolutely insane. My my had a caretaker growing up, and she actually met you guys at Puck and Wings, and she still has the tissue that Mocha signed. At a chicken wing joint? <laughs> oh, damn. <Yeah. laughs> oh my God, this is insane. She just had a baby, too. We were talking about it the other day. Aw, well, congratulations to her. Oh, my God, I can't believe this has happened. My heart is racing. This is so bad. Okay, so you listened to the Ronza Mogi show pretty much since uh, since we started, almost 10 years yeah. ago. Is there anything that, now that you have us on the phone, that you've ever wanted to know about the show or that you've ever wanted to ask us, just in general? I just want to know where, like, where can I go to, like, run into you guys? <laughs> 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 wow. Well, I'm not. My I, man met you guys at Pocking Wings of all places, and yeah. I want to, like, 
I want to be that lucky. Okay. Do you even know me? Like, <laughs> you, you know, you, you listen think, to the show. You, think I'm you gonna, know Rosin like it's going been out nine years. I know, but you think I'm going to say that on the radio? <laughs> Just well, go. You never know. No. Uh, Just go for a walk, Roz. <laughs> hell no. No, I'm a, I'm a hard guy to run into. I am rarely out. Rarely am I out. I, I leave the house to uh, buy groceries and uh, hit the LCBO, and that's really okay. the only that's really the only times I'm out of the house. Okay. <laughs> I'm usually at like chicken wing places, as you know, or yeah. like Longos or Costco. Yeah. Uh, but I'm out and about. But listen, honestly, if you ever see us out in the streets, like, feel free to, to come up and say hi. To Mocha. Oh, I'm going to say hi. I'm really sorry, Ross, but Mocha's been my favorite since day one. Yeah, that's oh, cool. I don't even got to ask. Damn. Then you, can, then you can go and find him in his life. That's fine. <laughs> I will. I, I'll go to Pocket Wings. I'll find him again. Yep. Go Thank for it. Thank you, Yasmin. Love you. <laughs> Bye. Bye, love. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix? Roz and Mocha got you. Hi, Elle. It's Roz and Mocha. How are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you guys? Good. All right. Here is what you wrote to us. Wow, you wrote to Roz and Mocha FML Fix My Life. I'm a bridesmaid for an upcoming wedding. And on the 23rd, the whole bridal party is going to this place in Ajax to get a bridesmaid dress. But the dresses are like 500 bucks, and I can't afford that as a student. And I can definitely find a cheaper dress that's just as nice somewhere else. So how the hell do I get out of this one? Damn. Yo, Elle, when were you asked to be a bridesmaid? Um, I was asked a while ago, so I was asked last winter. Oh, okay. So I probably said in saving, but um, I have a million other things to pay for yeah. right now. <laughs> What's your, yeah. what, what is the relationship with the bride? Are you like best friends? Are you close friends? Oh, no, it's my um, boyfriend's brother's fiance okay oh, so you're one, of, you're one of those okay. okay is there an option yeah. for you to not be a bridesmaid oh well i mean i want to be a bridesmaid though oh. yeah. <laughs> yeah have you had a conversation with any of the other ladies uh that are bridesmaids like is anyone else in that bridal party in the same situation as you where they don't really want to spend 500 bucks plus tax to get a dress for this wedding uh, I mean like they, They're actually old They're all old, older than I am They're yeah. all like 25-ish I'm only 20 uh-huh. okay. um, The closest to my age Would be my boyfriend's sister And she's um, 23 But she has like A full-time job So so She's fine She can pay for it So who's your Who's your contact here Like are you talking To the bride Or are you talking To the maid of honor Like who do you deal with When it comes to this wedding um, I guess the bride, yeah. Okay, so if you have... She's really the only one that I know. Okay, oh, okay. If, if you have access to the bride, I think that at this point, in, in order to figure out what is going to happen, you have to do one thing, and that is to be honest with the bride. 100%. You have to tell the bride that you can't afford $500 for a dress. I just don't want to be that one person that's like... <laughs> didn't go with all of them but, or maybe has like not a nice dress. No, because no. There, there might be, there might be an alternative is what, is what I'm saying. Right. So yeah. she may have an idea of, she may be cool with you getting something else, but you can still go with, you can still be a part of it. I don't think you should back out of being a bridesmaid, but I will say, I will say this. Okay. When you are asked to be a bridesmaid, 
Did you think that there was going to be a chance that you couldn't afford to do all the things that a bridesmaid is required to do? Well, okay, I've actually never been a bridesmaid, so I didn't really know until I went home and my mom was like, you know, being a bridesmaid is really expensive, right? It is. <laughs> I was like, oh, like, no, I actually didn't know that. Like, I, I figured I'd have to buy a dress, but I didn't realize that we'd all have to go to one place and yeah. spend like four or $500 on it. And then plus a wedding gift and all that stuff. So Those are all conversations that you need to have out of the gate when you're asked to be a, a bridesmaid because it is very expensive. The only thing you can do right now is to just tell her. Yeah, and, be and, honest. And, and who knows? Maybe one of the other, you know, maybe they all pitch in or maybe maybe there's a solution that they can come up with, okay? But I don't, I would like to really think that the person that you're going to be dealing with the bride is not a total monster and is not going to lose their mind when you tell them that you can't afford the dress. I will say this, yeah. though. If she says, I wish you had told me this when I asked you to be a bridesmaid, uh, that's, she's fine to say that. And you can't get pissy if she yeah. says that. Okay. Yeah. Um, you, but then you can say, I've never been a bridesmaid before. I didn't know that there was going to be this kind of cost. I didn't know it was going to be $500 for a dress. I'm terribly sorry, but can we come up with some sort of solution? Because I can't pay $500 for a dress. I don't think you back out. I don't think you put her in a position to tell you that she doesn't want you there anymore. I think that you go into this saying, here's the situation. Can you please help me find a solution? Because I still desperately want to be a part of this with you, but I can't afford $500 for a Dress. Yeah. There might be an alternate version of that dress yeah. that you'd be able to, to get away with wearing that's still in the same color scheme and that the bride likes and uh, is within your budget. You can't go through this uh, just hoping that it all works out and, and, and not say anything. And you also can't put yourself in incredible crippling debt uh, over a dress <laughs> yeah. that you're going to wear once. Yeah, well, I mean, that's the only other option, right? <laughs> Have you guys done like the big ladies night out and stuff like that yet? No, the, uh, the wedding is until the spring. So okay. I think it's in a couple of months. Yeah, so you're going to be paying for some of that too. Yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> okay, just so you know, you're, yeah. pro you're probably going to be into this for about a thousand bucks by the end of it. Oh my god! <laughs> Realistically, yeah. Gift, the night out, the dress, the makeup, the hair. You're going to be into this for about a grand. Yeah, is what it's sounding like. Because it doesn't sound yeah. like. I mean, if they're five hundred dollar dresses, I can't imagine that everything else is really cheap. Oh, so now's the now's, now's the time to have that conversation. Yeah, I think I got a caller. Yeah. yeah. Always a bridesmaid, never a bride, right? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Thank you, Al. Well, thanks, guys. Take care. Oh, Good luck. Bye-bye. Bye, love. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life, only on KISS. So in 2015, on an episode of Divorce Court. Divorce Court? Yeah. Divorce okay. Court. Okay, okay. The episode where the guy accused his wife of sleeping with Wu-Tang Clan. Who from Wu-Tang? All of Wu-Tang Clan. <laughs> All of the woo? They were on television <laughs> in divorce Bro, court. There's like 15 of them. Yeah, okay. So they were in TV on divorce court. And his name was Nathan Sellers. Uh -huh. And he accused his then wife, Leah Palmquist, of sleeping with Wu-Tang Clan. And that is one of the things that he was using uh, to get the judge to grant him a divorce. Now, at the time, Method Man... Yeah. Denied that he had sex with her and he called her an older thought. What's a thought? I see that all the time. What's that, that mean? Uh, that hoe out there. Oh, is that what that means? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I see that word all the time. I didn't know. Hold anyway. on. Hold on. Yeah. So this guy in divorce court is yes. claiming yes. that his ex-wife, yes. or at the time wife, slept with 
everybody in the Wu-Tang Clan. So that clip went viral. It had tens of millions of views in the first couple of days. Yeah. So, so here's the clip right here from uh, Nathan Settlers and Leah Palmquist from Divorce Court from 2015. Hold on, hold yeah. on. Yeah, okay. Uh, is it the one that was put in? Yeah. This one? This wow. sounds ridiculous, yes. but yeah. um, he accused me of sleeping with the entire Wu-Tang Clan. She did. Um, <laughs> I well, did do you not. even know the Wu-Tang Clan? She went backstage. I did. She I gave, did. Oh, so you did know him. She gave Wu some things. I did not know. Come on. <laughs> Mr. Sellers, you're going to Nothing inappropriate happened. And let me just, you know, put on the record that the Wu-Tang is nothing but gentlemen. They treated me highly respectful. I had no, I, I never, I would never cheat on him. But mm -hmm. also, I, I don't know if this is appropriate to say, but I would never be like a bust down or a groupie in mm -hmm. that type of situation. Mm -hmm. It just bust so happened. Bust down, that's a new one. I don't know bust down. Yeah. I don't know groupie okay. Okay. Bust down. So, okay. I, I kept my lady points together, okay? Uh -huh. and, but basically what happened is I met Wu-Tang, I got on their tour bus, I went back to the hotel, and I was just hanging out all night. And but you looked, stayed out all night, got on a tour I bus did. with a, with a, a like band or a group. Said. I mean, that that that's bust down behavior, is it not? <laughs> it might be. But the point is, she says she did not sleep with any right, of them. Okay, and so Ghost, uh, sorry, Method Man denied it. Yeah, said the story was fake. And then just recently, uh, RZA says, "Uh oh, uh oh, I ain't been there." And then Ghostface Killer says, I ain't been there neither. <laughs> Uh-oh. That still and leaves then, like a bunch of them, though. And then Master Killer says, I never seen it. <laughs> so I now we know. have one, two, three, four. We have at least four to five members of Wu-Tang that said that they have okay. not been. We haven't heard from Raekwon. Right. I haven't heard from Capadonna. Right. We haven't heard from Yukot. You right. right. ODB's dead, so we ain't going to hear from him. Right. So there's still more from the clan that we haven't heard from. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, might have. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. What'd you think of the um, Aladdin commercial? You know what? I didn't even see it. Come on. Yeah, I didn't watch it at all. I didn't know it was out. When did they when it? Was did they during the it? Grammys. Again. I went to bed at the, nine thirty. The two biggest commercials they played during the Grammys last night was the Ronza Mocha Show commercial. Yep, and the Aladdin commercial. Nothing else mattered. I got more tweets about the Ronza Mocha commercial <laughs> than I did about anything else. Yeah, to be honest with you, because if you remember when they did the cast photograph for Entertainment Weekly, I believe Will Smith was on the cover, and then everybody was freaking out because Will Smith, who plays the genie, wasn't blue. Right. And then Will Smith had to go and say, hey, yo, listen. Because uh, he just is, looked like normal Will Smith with yeah. a goatee and mustache. And then he's like, this is Genie in like human form. Don't worry, I am blue. Yeah, duh. And, and so you know damn well that during the trailer that they ran last night, it ends with Will Smith as a blue Genie. <sighs> and I'm wishing it didn't. Oh, really? Yeah. Because it's just Will Smith's face on the Genie's body. And like he looks like a baby. Like he looks like a big blue baby. He looks like that... Um, What's that uh, stuff you take for heartburn and indigestion? Um, Gavisol? Gravisol? You know the guy that's blue? <laughs> that guy? No. He doesn't look like that? No, he looks like Will Smith, only blue. Oh, okay. Like, <laughs> I thought that they were going to do something with his face. Bring me the lamp. Like his 
look good, though? Aladdin. Like, it doesn't even look good? Uh, uh, Are you serious? Uh, Come on, guys. Uh, listen to one word. Listen. You really don't know who I am. Genie, wishes, lamb, none of that ringing a bell. Oh, man. Yeah. You know what? He just really sounds like Will, Will from Philly. Smith. Yes. Right? Like, I like, was expecting him to say, come on, Uncle Phil. No, like it's it's blue Will Smith. Like he didn't really do anything to even become the genie. And in, like my, a, in my opinion, I don't know. He looked like a blob of toothpaste. Yeah, yeah. It was weird. It was weird. Google a picture of it right now. You'll find it in two seconds. It was odd. And I would say that the expectation for these movies, the last couple of times that they've taken these classic animated films and turned them into... Uh, live action. And Disney's been great at it so far. Man, like Jungle Book, John Favreau killed that and they did a real great job with Beauty and the Beast. I love the live action <laughs> Beauty and the Beast. It was so beautiful. It was. It, I'm sorry, I'm laughing because I'm looking at this picture of Will Smith. <laughs> Smith is blue <laughs> genie? Yeah, it looks like a big blue baby, right? You know what? He just looks like a wrestler. Yeah. He's like, he's like pretty swole. Yeah. <sighs> But oh, well. I still stand by, on Broadway, the genie's not blue. Like, I, they didn't need to make him blue. He just, yeah, usually, they did. No, they just, in, on Broadway, he just wears blue pants. Yeah, but you need to make the genie no, blue. No, the genie's movie. blue, yeah, dude. The, the genie's you blue. You it's going to ruin the movie. A, you have to do a blue genie. No, not in this case. Yeah, it's tough, though, but I don't know. No, I but don't, so but far, even, although, the even, of, even the, uh, the, the, Dumbo, the, the Dumbo trailer. Oh, so good. It's amazing. Cry at the cry at the commercial for Dumbo. So sad, right? But uh, but you know, no. my wife won't watch that movie with me. No, because she's gonna ball. Yeah, she's like, yeah. is it sad? I was it's like, mm. way too. Sad. I mean, there's like sad parts. Yeah, way and too. And she's sad. like, do you think I'll cry? I was like, you may tear up. Yeah, um, I will say that the rest of the trailer for the Aladdin movie didn't yeah. look that great either, though. Oh no! Yeah. don't tell me that. Yeah. And I don't want to. I don't want to crap on it, but it didn't look all that great. Oh, no. Yeah, but anyway, so if you saw that last night, yes, the genie is blue, but unfortunately, the genie's blue. <laughs> Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. So it's always sad when a relationship comes to an end. Okay. Uh, Maury, before you come in here, it's about Maury, by the way. Of course it is. Relationships oh, no. ending are never easy. You and Matthew aren't getting a divorce, are you? No, Anthony from Queer Eye stopped following him on Instagram. <laughs> Did you think I was going to say this is about a divorce? <laughs> oh! But I'll tell you, Maury is probably more, come in here, Maury is probably more upset with this than if Matthew did ask him for a divorce. <laughs> so let me go through this. Could, uh, hello, damn it, Maury. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, You're okay. really upset, huh? So let's go back to how the relationship started. Okay. The, glo the glory days of Damn It Maury and Antony from Queer Eye. Okay. Okay, so I'm going to play you this. If you remember the day they met and they made that connection and how wonderfully organic the friendship started from okay. that point. So here, let's all just remind everybody how that uh, relationship started. In fact, I DM you all the time and you never write back. I like write you on DM going, oh my God, you're so super hot. Oh my God, if you read the phone book, I would sit <laughs> no, and listen. No, you don't. You're lying. I'm adding, hold on, hold on. We're doing this right now. What? Okay, it, Okay. because my, my next thing was going right to be now. like, do you want to make this young gay boy's dream come true and follow him? <laughs> <laughs> okay. You're a liar. Young. You never messaged me. Yeah, check your DM. I write you all the time. Uh-huh. Oh my god, you have. See? <laughs> okay, well now I'm writing back. I just sent you a heart. There, so we can move on from this. 
Oh my God. We're officially friends on Instagram. Wow. Okay. So Anthony from Kuala, what a beautiful start to a relationship. Yeah. Don't stalking. It's all, you're like the guy from you. I have butterflies again. Right? You know what I mean? So he then what? Started following so, you on yeah. Instagram. And this was June 1st. Oh, wow. Okay. okay. June yeah. 1st. It made the summer. And then what happened more? You found out that he unfollowed you? Because like every couple of weeks I check to see if he's still following. Yeah. And then on Saturday I checked and he wasn't. So more. And more, I, I literally, I was sitting on the toilet at that point. I was devastated. You could have said couch more. <laughs> but I want to tell the truth. Okay. Now you wow. want to tell the truth? <laughs> like, Notorious for lying all the time. So, all of a sudden you realize somebody unfollows you on Instagram while you're sitting on the toilet. So Maury writes him. No, you didn't. Did you really? Wouldn't you? Maury writes him this. This is the worst day knowing that you unfollowed me <laughs> by two frowny faces. And then he wrote back. And, and he said, wrote back? Yes. <laughs> he wrote back and said... LOL, don't even take it personally. I did a big purge and didn't even think twice. I follow follow people (laughs) I know well for the most part. Please don't give Instagram so much importance. So was it at this point that he followed you back again? No, it was at this point I checked because before he unfollowed me, he had 377 people he was following. After this purge, he was at uh, 376. So you're the only guy in that purge that he unfollowed. I'm the purge. But it is still important to uh, to note that Dammit Mori is still being followed by Devin Sawa and Blair Underwood. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> the ultimate Stan is being followed by Stan himself. Roz, it's worth noting that the Blair Underwood thing, mm-hmm. I paid for that follow. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it was part of a charity thing three years ago, and I paid uh, $200 for him to follow. He still follows. <laughs> Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix? Roz and Mocha got you. Hi, Katia. Hi. What's going on? It's Roz and Mocha. How are you today? I'm okay. Cold. <laughs> how old are you, Katia? I am... How old am I? 24. 24. Okay, you wrote us yeah. this. Roz and Mocha FML Fix My Life. I got two friends who give off the signs that they're dating, but when I ask, they insist that they aren't. This has been going on for about a year. Prior to this happening, the three of us used to hang out all the time, no problem. Uh, But now I just feel like I'm the third wheel of a relationship that apparently doesn't exist. What do I do? Katia, have you asked either of your friends whether or not they're dating? Um, Yeah, so I have asked the the female one. she says no, but I don't know. It's 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 weird. She says no, but they hang out and they like will hang out alone together. Okay. Um, and I, she tells me that I can't ask him under any circumstances because I don't want it. You know, she doesn't want it to be awkward. You so you can't ask him, but he's also your friend, though, right? Yes. Like if they were dating other people, you would feel free to ask them about who they're dating because they're your friends. Exactly. Okay, so they they either don't want to hang out with you anymore. Yeah. Or they are, in fact, dating or at least messing around. And it sounds to me like the girl in the relationship uh, doesn't want this to get messed up and maybe feels that you asking him may mess it up for her. Wait, Katia, is there a chance? Do you like the guy in that friendship there? No, I've been asked that multiple times. Yeah. No, like as a friend, yeah. 100%. 100%. Okay. Um, other than that, no. And we still do hang out. Okay. <laughs> like now, have you had a disagreement with either of them 
or maybe like a big blowout, big fight over the past year? Nope. No. Nope. Uh, I think that you can go into this a couple of different ways. Um, one, you can go into this and just say, hey, listen, I'm kind of happy for you guys. I love you both. And if mm-hmm. you have this thing between you, that is A-OK with me. Um, but if we start drifting apart as friends, I will politely remind you that I'm still here because I love the two of you. So you can sort of play it that way, which is a, a completely mm-hmm. fair way to play it. And that way you're, they're not worried about making you feel like a third wheel. If you're still right. cool hanging out with them, maybe you even bring somebody else over and you make it a four mm-hmm. thing, whatever, who knows? Everything evolves. Okay. Friendships evolve over time. And the three of you will find your footing on how how to manage this sort of new friendship. But there are rules to being the third friend when two people hook up. The first thing you cannot do is you cannot let them independently talk to you about their relationship. Right, which is kind of what's been happening. You can't can't take sides. You can't do Mm -hmm. that. And you certainly, if they're in a relationship, you can't be the person that they vent to about right. their relationship if something's, yeah. if something's yeah. going wrong. You, you have yeah. to make it perfectly clear that you have boundaries and you love them both and you want this to work and you love your mm-hmm. friendship and you understand everything involves. But when those times come where they want to sort of use you as an independent friend from the other one, you got to put your, you got to like pump the brakes with them. Katya, yeah. I'm going to tell you this yeah. right now. I have a feeling that they don't want to be in a relationship, but they like just fooling around with each other. That's what I'm thinking too. But then I'm like, I don't know. I just, I just feel awkward as a third person because I'll either hear like little tidbits of things, and yeah. I'm like, okay, or I'll hear about something like way down the line. It's like, oh well, also this happened. There's something else that may be going on as well because we we we've taken a lot of uh, questions from people who are in a situation where they want to date their best friend or they they've they've slept with their best friend. And I'll tell you the, yeah. the problem with that. You may also be in the middle of one of those. You may be in the middle of two best friends that messed around and it has completely changed their friendship. And maybe he's not into her the way she's into him. That's why she's so protective of it yeah they may not be in the middle of romance they may be dealing with a horrible mistake true yeah i don't know all right well hope we helped you out katia thanks so much thanks bye Later, girl bye have a good one Roz and mocha's fix my life only on kiss so this is the headline okay Peppa Pig is making American kids speak with English accents. <laughs> <laughs> Daddy Pig. And uh, we got a great letter from Lily. Lily is a huge fan of the Raza Mocha show and the podcast. She lives in London, has oh, been nice. listening to the show for eight years. Wow. Yo, Lily, what's going on? Hello. How's it going? It's Raza Mocha. How are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Uh, right. Lily, it's so great to talk to you. And when we started finding out that there were people who listened to this show and the podcast from all over the world... It's really <laughs> quite fantastic. How long, Where, first of all, where are you right now? So I'm in Rochester, in Kent. Where's that? Um, so it's about ooh, 50 minutes away from London, not far. Okay, oh, okay. Cool. so less than an hour. Yeah. And you've been listening to the Ron Zamoga show for how long now? I'd say at least eight years. Eight years, oh, damn, wow. that's a long time. We've been on the radio together for almost 10. How did you find the show? How did you find us? So I found you when I was at school. I must have been about 15. And we there was one class. It was one of my sports classes. It was a theory one. And we were allowed to listen to our music. And I put a radio app on and I found you guys. Just like scrolling through different apps, different radio apps. And you yeah. found us. Yeah. Oh, okay. What was it about the Raza Moga show that 
made you want to stick around for eight years? Because you have me in stitches every time I listen. Hey, you have, okay, so let me go, let me, I want to run this story by you here. Let me read you the headline, okay? okay? This is, keep in mind, this okay. is it. This is an American headline. I want your okay. opinion on it. Uh, cartoons like Peppa Pig are making American kids speak with an English accent. <laughs> I've, I've read that. <laughs> <laughs> Peppa Pig, very big in my house when Roxy was little. Yeah. She, Roxy can do a really good English accent, but she learned it more from a show called Charlie and Lola than okay. she did from Peppa yeah. Pig. Do you know Charlie and Lola? Yeah, I know Charlie and Lola. Right, they're the, they're the best. <laughs> Um, damn it, Maury, come in here for a second. Damn it, Maury, I don't know if you know, you must have watched a ton of Peppa Pig when you were a kid, Maury. I still do. <laughs> have you heard Maury uh, do his accent yet, Lily? <laughs> no, I haven't. Yeah. I haven't Hello, heard. Lily, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> have you oh been God, working on it. your Sunday roast? I have. Oh, how's it turning out? <laughs> Not very well, it's always burnt. Are oh, you also up to date on Corny Street? <laughs> On what street? Um, yeah. Corny. Corny? Corny? Coronation. I think, people just, yeah. I think people call it Corey Street, not Corny Street. <laughs> Come on, bro. Do you fancy a cuppa? Yes, always. Are you knackerbockered? Sorry, what? <laughs> Repeat that one? Are you knackerbockered? Are you knackerbockered? Um, what does that mean? Knackered? <laughs> Excuse are you knackered? Yeah. Are you asking her if she wants crackers? Did you say, are you knackered? I don't know what you're trying to say. Wait, wait, Lily, what's he trying to say? Knackered. Knackered. Yeah. What does that mean? Tired. Yes, oh, that's like what I was saying. Tired. Right. <laughs> are you chafed to bits? Are you chafed to bits? That sounds like it hurts. <laughs> Lily, what's he ask anybody that? Lily, what's he trying to say? Um, I don't know what he's trying to say, but chafing isn't fun. Is, does, yeah, he, no. does, does, what, what, does he mean chaffed or chuffed? I don't know. C H U F F E D. Yeah, chuffed to bits. Are you chuffed to bits? What does that mean? What does that mean? That means like proper, excited, happy. Oh, collywobs. What the hell is a collywob? I don't know. Okay, keep going. Do you have any more material, Maury? Almost out. Absolutely. No, I'm good. Yes, I do. I don't know about you, but my top five hot London actors are Henry Cavill, Michael Fassbender, and Colin Farrell. What says you? Yeah. Wait, that was only three, though. What? You said you have a top five. Three. <laughs> <laughs> it's the conversion, right? right it's tricky. True. It's tricky. True. Are you being cheeky? <laughs> Balls up, everybody. <laughs> that sounds so weird you saying that, bro. <laughs> hey, Lily, we can't thank you enough for uh, being a part of the Raz and Moga show and for listening for eight years. Uh, we love you for it. We thank you for it. And between Raz and Mocha, who's your favorite? Oh, no. Rob. Oh. Damn, wow, without hesitation. Quick. Because he's changed to bits. Freaking balls up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, hon. Thank you. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. So what the heck went on with Instagram? It was a glitch, they said. A glitch? So people started freaking out because your followers on Instagram were dropping like flies yesterday. Not mine. Not yours? Nope, still at the same. Because oh. you pay that premium account, or that premium <laughs> no. price to... The only one I ever paid for was Blair Underwood. To, to pay for the followers, right? Let no. me read you this here. An Instagram glitch caused users across the platform to lose followers yesterday, prompting widespread panic. 
But who really checks how many followers they have? I'll tell you, I noticed it for one reason and one reason only. was mm. b- Because um, I went... I had hit a what number did I hit? Twenty five thousand or something like that. And and because I looked at the top and there was no more point. Like it wasn't like twenty four point six gotcha, or whatever it was. Gotcha. It was an even number at the top. It was twenty five. Yeah. And then I looked yesterday and it was twenty four point six. Oh and wow! I was like and I was like, wow! I just lost like four hundred dollars. It was a glitch, so you're going to get them all back. Oh, I didn't know, and I didn't care. Yeah, I just a thought little bit you cared. No, I didn't. Maury cares. I yeah. didn't care. Yeah, no, I didn't care. You want to play a fun game real quick? If you want to. Uh, if Dana Mori's numbers haven't moved yesterday, they'll move right now. Roz, help me out. Because Mori has an app on his phone that oh. tells him when somebody unfollows him, and he gets the and he turns on the notification, so <laughs> his phone dings and vibrates like crazy. So if That's you'd like to, Anthony unfollowed me from Queer Eye. So if you would like to unfollow <laughs> Damn It Mori at. Damn it, Maury. D-A-M-N-I-T. And that's an expensive app, by the way, that I paid for. M-A-U-R-I-E. Go unfollow Maury. Say it again. At D-A-M-N-I-T-M-A-U-R-I-E. Right. I see Maury's phone lighting up already. Yeah. <laughs> it's Valentine's Day. If you want to throw us a follow, at Roz Weston, R-O-Z-W-E-S-T-O-N, and at Mocha Frapp, M-O-C-H-A-F-R-A-P, at Kiss925. Selena Gomez and Ariana Grande lost 3 million followers. Wow, really? But no, but yeah. they're going to get them all back because yeah, no, it's a glitch. Okay. Uh, Instagram tried to ease users' concerns last night by tweeting, it's so funny that Instagram tweeted. <laughs> That's so true, look what you did. <laughs> so weird. Uh, we're expecting to have this issue resolved by 9 a.m. today, so Thursday. Mm. We understand this is frustrating and our team is hard at work to get things back to normal. Is it back to normal? Let me check mine. I always find it so frustrating. Yeah, oh, it's back. Mine's, mine's fixed. Maury's <laughs> phone just lighting up. Is it? So many people are sweating right now. <laughs> How do I stop my left eye from twitching? You know, you know. <laughs> I don't know. Stop rubbing your right eye? How do I stop my left eye? Meanwhile, he's rubbing his right <laughs> Bro, come on, man. You, need, oh, you no. just need to be better. Oh, no. <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix? Roz and Mocha got you. Yo, what's up, Wayne? How are you, man? I'm good. How you doing, Mocha? Good, buddy. Wayne. Um, Roz, man, oh, how are you? Man, oh, man. Good, man. So, Wayne, you wrote us this. Uh, Roz and Mocha FML Fix My Life. I just got laid off from my job, but I'm still here for another two days before I'm officially laid off. What kind of advice could you give me or anyone else in my situation, uh, or do I say F it and move on, or should you stay and work at the, the those extra two days, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's tough, man. So, Wayne, how long were you at this company for? A little over a year. A little over a year. Oh, and sorry, I, we never found out. What is it that you do? I work for a windows and door company. Listen, man, yeah. I, I always say, like, never half-ass a job. Like, always work your hardest and this is a very difficult situation because you feel like the company that you are working so hard for uh doesn't care about you doesn't care about the fact that you have a family or that you have bills and they're just screwing you over right but first of all you don't want to screw them over and you don't want to screw over either the, the the people um who own businesses or homes that you are doing work on because then that looks bad on you yeah And especially like what happens if down the road, let's say in a year, this company says, hey, Wayne, listen, we have an opportunity to to 
hire more people back and we'd love for you to come back and work for us because we know your quality of work and we know that you are a hard worker. With just two days left, dude, this is 48 hours. That's all you got to last, right? You don't want to screw yourself out of a job potentially down the road or if another job comes up and somebody says, hey, can you give us like a a reference from your, your previous employer? If anyone there can vouch for you, you know what I mean? Like you don't want right. to, it's yeah. 48 hours, bro. You can like, you can make it through this. Yeah. Well, when I come to work, I always do put my heart in. I help everybody. I don't say no. You know, I, I do things that I don't know and I always want to learn more and more. So I just continue to do that for the next couple of days. And they do say that they're going to call back within the next couple of months, but mm-hmm. I've never been laid off. So I can't really take their word for it. So do I sit and so, Wait for him or go get another job. So we're talking to Wayne. He just got laid off. He's got two days left. And his question is, does he work out those two days or just say, screw it and move on right away? Uh, do you get severance? They told me that, yes, I will. Does your severance, is it affected if you don't work out these last two days? I'm not even sure about that. That is something you need to be 100% sure about. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it's a, that's, that's a question you need to ask. Uh, do you have another lead on a job? I do. And do they mind you starting after you've worked out these last two days or do they need you to start right away? I've actually talked to them last Friday yeah. and I explained my situation and they're fine with it. Okay. If they're fine with it, because here's my thing. If you had, you got, you got bills, you got your own life that you got to take care of and nobody wants to bust their ass for a company that's letting them go, regardless of your own personal ethics and integrity and everything else. Uh, but if your new job is willing to sort of hold off on the hiring process for you so you can work out these last two days, then there's there's no problem, you know? Then just make it a smooth transition, work out these last two days, that's fine. If that was a problem, I would tell you to go to your current people and say, hey, listen, you guys are hiring back at any point, give me a call because I really like working here, but you know the situation, I am now a laid off man and I gotta go work, I got another gig lined up, I can't work these last two days, they will understand. Okay. But make sure that it doesn't mess with your severance. Yes. Okay, I will check on that. Um, thank you so much. It does give me a little bit more insight because I've never been laid off, like I said. Yeah. So I guess I have a few more questions to go yeah. and ask. That. There's there's a bunch of questions that you that you should be asking people, um, and and you know all of them you can you can come up with a list and just you know leave the door open, be cool as Mocha said. You know you sound like a guy who's got a lot of integrity and you don't want to screw anybody over. But the most important thing is not screwing yourself over, right? So don't hurt the future opportunity because you somehow feel loyal to the job you have. Right. Okay. Okay. All right. Much appreciate that. Thank you so much. Uh, before I go. Can I just give a birthday shout out to my girlfriend? She'll kill me if I get in. She's going to lay you off, bro. Happy birthday. <laughs> okay, we'll do it again. We, we, we were laughing over. What's her name? Uh, Latoya. Latoya. He calls her Toy Toy. Oh. All right, Toy Toy. Yo, happy birthday, girl. <laughs> Wayne, much Thanks love so to you, much. brother. Thank you so much for listening. Okay, thanks, guys. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life, only on KISS. I don't even remember what 2012 was like let alone what was going on on social media in 2012 but do you remember because i certainly didn't back in 2012 when lady gaga put carly ray jepson on notice what no okay so it's like alternate universe thank you right I, i have no recollection of 2012 or what was going on in the pop world or on social media in 2012 wait lady gaga had beef with carly ray okay so friendly beef i guess you could say so it all started when 
Call Me Maybe went to the top of Billboard. And it was crushing on iTunes. Yeah. And Call Me Maybe not only took over the number one spot, it stayed there for seven weeks, which broke the record set by Born This Way in Mm. 2011, to which in 2012, Gaga was on Twitter and said, I see you just swooped in and broke my Born This Way record for the most weeks at number one. Don't get comfortable. I'm coming for you. Oh, God. Finally. Gaga. (laughs) Finally in... 2018, Music News Facts tweets out, Shallow by Lady Gaga has now surpassed Carly Rae Jepsen's Call Me Maybe, and it is now the fifth longest-running number one song on iTunes worldwide, spending 101 days at number one. So finally... So it started in 2018, carried over... It started in 2012. No, no, sorry. Uh, Shallow. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, so whenever Shallow was released when the movie came out, like that's it's been there a long yeah. time. So Shallow finally beat Call Me Maybe. So in 2012, Gaga was like, "Hey, don't get comfortable." Yeah. And then I'm coming for you. I'm coming for you. <laughs> Took a while. Yeah. <laughs> Took a while. Friggin' 7 years later. <laughs> but <laughs> score settled, right? <laughs> Wait, does that mean Carly Rae's going to come after Gaga now? Uh, I'm Go through those so. old tweets. I'm, Carly Rae, please I, do it. <laughs> Please do it. Please say something. Wouldn't it be great if she just replied to that tweet? Yeah. Like, she should, right? How do you even find somebody's tweet from 2012? Listen, Carly Rae's got people on her staff yeah. that could scour Lady Gaga's Twitter. Yeah, She's go She's got find fans. That. Go find it. Please, Carly Rae, and reply. Yeah. Reply. But I Reignite that beef. Because for me, when I think of Call Me Maybe and Born This Way, I don't necessarily think of them at the same, like, even around the same... Sure, I guess. Like, I would have said if you asked me that Call Me Maybe came out before Born This Way, but that's wrong. It was born this way, then, then call, call me, me maybe. maybe. Yeah, which is crazy to think about. Yeah, that seems like that seems like another world away when call me maybe and born this way were popular. Yeah, like does it not seem like a generation away? You think Gaga when she realized that news that shallow reached that position over call me maybe that it was like just relief. She was like. Finally. Finally. <laughs> like, it's been haunting her for seven years. She's just like, yeah. Oh, yeah, nothing else has mattered since then. weight has been lifted off Nothing, Nothing else has mattered since then. I just would have texted Carly Rae the middle finger emoji. Yeah. <laughs> What's up, girl? I got him. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Happy Valentine's Day, by the way. Can I ask a question? Roz? Yeah. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Well, you always interrupt when I'm talking. Because I just, if I don't speak right away, I'll lose my chance. All right, go ahead. This better be super important. No, I just, it's this Valentine's better be more Day important related. than what I was going to say. Go ahead. Everyone's listening. Oh, wow. Oh, no. Yep. That's how it goes. Actually, here. You know what? I'm going to come sit right beside you. Yeah. Roz, help me out, man. I'm, dude, I'm not helping you with nothing. By the You're way, the one that interrupted just now, so go ahead. Yeah. All I wanted to know. Yeah. All okay, I want. So, my eyes wow. are closed. Wow, Mocha's sitting like right up in Your knees are touching my thigh. Yeah, we're going to share the same microphone. Go ahead. Yeah, oh. wow. Jeez. I just wanted to know if the X is a hug or if the X is the kiss or if the O what do you is think? the hug or the O is the kiss. What do you think? I don't know. I was trying to write. Do you have Google on your phone? I was trying to write. Do you have Google on your computer? <laughs> I was trying. In your office over there? <laughs> Hold on. Do you have uh, Google on the laptop that the company gave put you my hand, I'm going to put my hand over your mouth. <laughs> no, I promise you, you're not going to do that. 
<laughs> wow, those words just like, came right out of your mouth like it's not the first time you said that, Mark. I was trying to write my dad a letter mm. yeah. for Valentine's Day, and I yep. didn't want to do kisses. I wanted to do hugs, but I didn't know which one to use. So what did you do? I put none. So your question is what? Is the ex the kiss or is the ex the hug? That's right. Right. No. Is the X the kiss? Is, yes. Is the X the kiss and the X, or is the X the hug, or is the O is the kiss, or the O is the hug? So glad we're talking about this super important conversation right yeah. now, guys. It is. It's yeah. val- I'm helping out the people. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. what if they're writing a note to their dad and they don't want to put it next to Okay, so for all those dudes out there who are writing Valentines for your fathers today. <laughs> what about the guys that don't have dads? Wow, dude. Come on now. Why'd you look at Roz when you said that? Because I don't have a dad. I know, but you didn't have to make it weird. I made it weird? <laughs> <laughs> I made it weird. I'm the one that made this whole thing weird. Okay. Yeah. That's okay. I get it now. I get it. Well, my face is all Valentine's red. <laughs> anyway, go figure that stuff out. Maury, that is a your own time question. Figure that stuff out this on is your my time. No, it is not your time. Go figure that stuff out on your time. In the amount of time it took you to say all that, you could have answered me. No, just go figure that out on your time, okay? Just go on your time. Or just go Figure away. that out. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Hey, do you know anybody who um, has a birthday today? I know like two people who have a Valentine's, Valentine's Day birthday. Day? Yeah. No, I don't. Two people. No, uh, my goddaughter, Elle, and uh, one of my friends from high school, Stacy. Yeah? Valentine's Day birthdays. Really? Huh? Yeah. Um, Man. Somebody else celebrating a birthday today. Turning 98 years old, Who's former that? mayor of Mississauga. Oh, yeah. Hazel McCallion. Happy birthday, Hazel. Hurricane Hazel, right? Yo, Hurricane Hazel was rock climbing this week, too. That's crazy. And she's how old again? 98. Jeez. Happy birthday, she's Hurricane so much Hazel. Fun. She is. And Mitt, she loved Mississauga. <laughs> so much, dude. So much. I remember when she was trying to get, um, get the word out that she wanted. Toronto Pearson International Airport. Oh, yeah. To be changed to the Mississauga Airport right. because it's located in Mississauga, she said. That's true. Uh, so for her birthday, Dan Mori decides to call her and talk to Hurricane Hazel for her 98th birthday. Hello? Hazel, how are you? Not too bad. It's your buddy Maury from Toronto in Kiss925. Oh yeah! Happy birthday! Thank you, thank you. Can I sing? Can I thinking about me? Can I sing to you? Happy birthday to you! Happy birthday to you! Happy birthday, dear Hazel! Happy birthday to you! Thank you, thank you. That is beautiful. Now this week you went rock climbing. I don't know any other person of your age that has gone rock climbing. Oh, that was great. What are you trying to prove? Are you trying to prove that we're all out of shape and you're just a god? <laughs> I thoroughly enjoyed it. It was really wonderful. I'm going back to go up higher. Now, wow, so what damn. is your what does your man damn do to celebrate <laughs> with you on your birthday? Oh, well, uh, I have a breakfast with a group that I meet with on a regular basis. Well, have a nice breakfast together and then i meet with a a group of portuguese for a luncheon i love the portuguese (laughs) Eh? i love the portuguese oh i love the portuguese and then i say in the evening (laughs) i go with the ontario women's hockey to uh, a game between canada and usa oh 
and uh, celebrate my birthday in the booth with them. What does a person that looks as gorgeous as you do to stay so alive? Like, what is your secret? Do you have a, a shot of brandy before bed every night or, you know, a, a cigar? What's your thing? Cigar. I don't need anything to put me to sleep. When I go to bed, I go sound asleep. Wow. So I don't have to take... Uh, a glass of wine or uh, cognac or brandy. I uh, the only time I ever take brandy is when I have a coming on with a cold. Hazel, joke time. Why did the boy feel warm on his birthday? I don't know. Because people kept toasting him. Oh gosh. <laughs> Why was the birthday cake as hard as a rock? Because I baked it. Oh, <laughs> because it was a marble cake. Oh, gee. Where do you find a birthday <laughs> present for a cat? In a catalog. Oh, my gosh. A catalog. All joking aside, you're older than sliced bread. Yes, I <laughs> That's right. What flavor cake do you want? Oh, chocolate cake. I love a chocolate cake with uh, uh, strawberry filling and strawberries on the top. Do you have to have the fire department there if there's 98 <laughs> candles? <laughs> no, 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 there were no candles on it. It was... It was covered with chocolate strawberries. I hope that all of us could be as amazing as you are at 98. Oh, thank you very much. I really appreciate it. You should wish yourself a happy birthday. Oh, happy birthday, Hazel. <laughs> <laughs> happy birthday from all of us. Thank you, thank you. I really, really appreciate that. Hazel, I love you. Thank you. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Booty, 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 rocking everywhere. <laughs> Ass man strikes back. So this is the guy in Saskatchewan whose last name is Ass Man, and he wanted it on a vanity license plate, and he's been trying forever, and they keep denying him over and over again, and he found the perfect way to trump this government in Saskatchewan. Hey, Dave, you there? Yep, I'm here. What's up, man? It's Ron Zamoka. Oh, not too much. Just hanging out. Can we call you ass man? Like, you won't get offended, right? <laughs> oh, no, sure. Come on. Right, okay. All right. I just want to make sure, because I know, like, it's for real your last name. I just want to make sure that we're not, you know, offending you in any way. So, no. So, Dave, and it, so you're named, let's just clear this up. It's pronounced Osman, correct? Yeah, that's right. Oh, shoot. Sorry, bro. No disrespect. <laughs> Listen, when I, when I read the article, when I saw the photos, I apologize. Dave Osman. How long has your ass man fight been going on now with the, uh, with Cisco? Well, I wouldn't really say it's been going on a long time. I tried in the 90s to get my plate with Asman on it, but they denied it and I just left it as it as it was. And then I decided here this summer to try it again. And uh, and so what do they say to you when they deny it? Like, what's their what's their side of the story? Uh, their side of the story is it might offend somebody at some point and they don't want to get any calls saying, this is offensive. And what's your reaction to that? Snowflakes should suck it up once in a while and uh, <laughs> just True. look the other way. It'll I agree with a you, lot Dave. Less time. Now, when you're applying for the license plate that reads Ass Man, are you doing this online? Or are you actually going into uh, into a government building and filling out all the paperwork and having a face-to-face -face uh, conversation with someone who's denying you that plate? When it went this summer, I just went to my local place here, and they were quite helpful, and they phoned SGI office, and they got them on the ball on it and said that they were going to send it to the review board, which was going to take about two months to get back to me, and they never did. Right. So then I just mailed in a request. Um, and so your solution 
to being denied Assman on your license plate was to take the back of your truck. First of all, it's a beautiful truck. So to take the back of your truck and turn the entire tailgate into what looks like a Saskatchewan license plate, even with the Saskatchewan license plate quote at the bottom. So instead of having a license plate that reads Ass Man, now the entire back of your truck in giant letters reads Ass Man. Yeah, I tend to be a sarcastic ass lots of times. <laughs> <laughs> and what kind of reaction have you been getting out there? Oh, they're, they're, everybody's loving it. They yeah. say good. They said like, it's a BS that the government is trying to protect the snowflakes or whatever. I think that this falls into one of the, you know, we always like it when somebody sticks it to the man, you For know, sure. it, when, when nobody gets hurt, but we always like to see when somebody sticks it to the man. And I think that the reason people are applauding you is because this is one of those cases, especially in 2019, where you really stuck it to the man and you putting ass man across the back of your truck is not just a victory for you. It's a victory for all of us. Yeah, I like, I like to look at it that way too. know that it's said like that, but it wasn't really going for the whole country wise. I was just sort of doing it just because I thought it was funny as hell and a good way to get my point across. I think that we should all put Ass Man on the back of our cars. <laughs> In solidarity. I really do. And when somebody asks, yeah. we're like, listen, it's pronounced Ass Man. Uh, yeah, so. yeah. What's your problem, Snowflake? What you got going exactly. on? Exactly. <laughs> I have no problem. Like I said, 90% of the time, I probably do say Ass Man because, it's for, because I, somebody has to spell it out or type it in a computer. Yeah. Hey, are you? If I say Ass Man, they say, how do you spell it? Well, Ass Man. Does it hurt? Does right. it hurt? <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, are you, you're in Saskatchewan. Are you anywhere near where Dick Assman used to live? Uh, an hour and a half away. Yeah. Do you remember David Letterman found a guy in Saskatchewan? He ran a, a gas station. His name was Dick Assman. <laughs> I don't remember And Letterman that. used to have Wait, him on all the time. Are you, are you related <laughs> to him, Dave? Well, he was my grandpa's cousin. Okay. Oh, okay. Right. Long, long distance ways. Even wow. still, same bloodline, bro. So in Saskatchewan, yeah. there's a long history of Assman, right? Yep. Yeah. And actually, I, I was just reading, I didn't even know this, that uh, Dick Assman was born in my hometown, or my grandpa's hometown. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, look at that. There you there go. You go. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Dave, yeah. uh, thank you so much for taking time out of your day to join us on the Roz and Mocha Show. We appreciate you. Not a problem. Take right care, on, Assman. You take care, brother. Right. Okay. Right. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hi, Jabroni. Okay, Mocha for the podcast. One time. <laughs> I can't say that. <laughs> Are you ready? Yeah. Let's do the news. A Roz and Mocha Show and Kiss 92.5 News Break. So was Ariana Grande throwing some serious business at Cardi B last night? When Cardi won Best Rap Album. So Ariana, we know, uh, decided to not attend the Grammy Awards over a difference with the executive producer over what song she was going to sing. So she sat this one out. When it was announced that Cardi B won Best Rap Album, first thing that Ariana tweeted and then deleted was the F word. Then right no. after that, at 10.05, she tweeted trash. Then wow. at 10.06, she tweeted literal BS. And at first, some people thought that this was a direct slam against Cardi B's win, but then Ariana later clarified, saying that it was nothing to do with her. Good for her. I promise I'm sorry. This had more to do with the fact 
that Mac Miller didn't win, not that Cardi did win, if that makes oh. any sense. Then at 11.15, she tweeted, they invited his parents out. No. And then she tweeted, uh, he slept in the studio for two months, referring to Mac Miller's dedication to uh, his album, Swimming. So that was all tweeted and deleted. So she says that it was not a direct slam against Cardi B, but more a reaction to Mac Miller not winning. Where are we here? Oh, Drake, during his acceptance speech, used his acceptance speech, as we heard, to sort of critique the Grammy Awards. I think he's been nominated like 42 times, and he's won like three. So he's You've got already won if you have beef. Sorry, he's yeah. got beef with the oh, Grammys. Oh, yeah. Man. You've already won if you have people who are singing your songs word for word, if you're a hero in your hometown. If, look, look, if there's people who have regular jobs who are coming out in the rain, in the snow, spending their hard-earned money to buy tickets to come to your shows, you don't need this right here, I promise you. You already won. Ooh, you know what what would have been a boss move for Drake to do? Once he said, you don't need this right here, you've already won. If he took that Grammy and just placed it on the stage, left it right there and walked away. You're not going to do that. Why not? Um, so multiple artists declined the invitation to go to the Grammys. Donald Glover's complete absence uh, up until Sunday when he showed up. We had all heard that Drake had said no, that he wasn't going to attend the Grammys. Yeah. And uh, during his speech, when they cut him off, the producers had said that there was a natural pause at the moment and they had assumed that he was done and that they did not cut him off. Yeah, However, right. they say producers did speak with Drake. Listen to this. Oh, okay. They say they did speak with Drake following his speech and did offer him the chance to go back on stage to finish whatever his thoughts were. Yeah? But Drake said that he was happy with what he said and uh, everything was cool. Who gets to do that? Who gets cut off in a speech? And then they get the opportunity the to come back. to come back? Please. That show's long enough already. Uh, so Kendrick Lamar wasn't there. Childish Cambito wasn't there. Uh, Drake wasn't supposed to be there. And according to Ken Ehrlich, this is the show's longtime producer, he's the guy that had all that beef with Ariana Grande. Mm-hmm. That the, They were offered, Drake was offered, Lamar was offered, and Childish Cambino were offered all performance slots on the show, and they all turned them down. He said, the fact of the matter is, we continue to have a problem in the hip-hop world. When they don't take home the big prize... They regard the Academy and what the Grammy represents uh, continues to be less meaningful to the hip-hop community, which is sad. So he says, Ehrlich says, that when the hip-hop artists show up and don't win the big awards, they get upset. Mm. And then they don't want to come They don't want to come back because they don't want to just win in the rap category. They want to win in the overall category. Sure. That's, that's the beef, right? Yeah. Cardi B has deactivated her Instagram. Why? Uh, uh, 24 hours after winning a Grammy. And so I guess there was... Two things that happened. One, people called Cardi B out for doing a video thanking Tom Petty for sending her flowers after her Grammy win. So she got flowers in her dressing room. Mm -hmm. And on the card read, you've got a big heart so big it could crush this town. And then I guess it read Tom Petty. But those are Tom Petty lyrics, right? So somebody sent her flowers and they quoted Tom Petty. Because it wasn't actually Tom Petty. Tom Petty died in 2017. Oh, damn, right. So this is Nicki Minaj thanking Tom Petty for the flowers. Sorry, Cardi B thanking Tom Petty for the flowers. Thank you, Tom Petty, for the flowers. I left the room, but, um, and the flowers were very big. I want to say thank you so much. And this is such a beautiful note. (laughs) Oh, no, Cardi. Okay, Cardi, okay. And then there was backlash for Cardi winning 
her Grammy. And she is now having to defend herself. So this is Cardi going off on people who said she wasn't deserving. I've been taking a lot of today. I'm seeing a lot of bullshit today and I saw a lot of last night. And I'm sick of this I worked hard for my mother album. I remember last year when I didn't want for Bodak Yellow. Everybody was like, Cardi got snub. Cardi would have got snub. Now this year's a problem. My album went two-time platinum, my Locked myself in the studio for three months, my Didn't want to sleep in my own bed, sometimes for four days straight, pregnant. While everybody was harassing me, like, you're not going to do it. We know you're pregnant. Your career is over. Wow. Damn. Okay, now, moving on. You think on. she's mad? Yeah, <laughs> you think? So anyway, so no more Instagram right now for uh, Cardi B. Uh, Brie Larson, who is Captain Marvel, and I am all for Captain Marvel. I can't wait to see this movie. I think she's going to be dynamite in it. But she has decided to use her power for what she feels is good. So let me break this down for you. So Brie Larson said that she doesn't want her Captain Marvel press tour to be overwhelmingly white and male. Oh, wow. So she's committed to making the press tour for Captain Marvel as inclusive as possible. She says, about a year ago, I started paying attention to what my press days looked like. And what the critics who reviewed my movies. And I noticed that it appeared to be overwhelmingly white male. She says, I'm not saying I hate white dudes. No, I'm not. But if you make the movie that is a love letter to women of color, there is an insanely low chance a woman of color will have a chance to see your movie and review your movie. I will say this. I've been doing press tours for over 15 years. Mm. Um, when you go to a Tyler Perry movie, yeah, a lot of the press there that are covering it to do the interviews and everything else are all black. Okay. When you go to do a Marvel movie, a lot of the press there are 35 to 45-year-old white dudes who write blogs because they're super into it. Right. Okay? For the most part, in general, it is the same group of reporters and reviewers who do every single movie. When you go on these press tours, you are seeing the same faces week after week, month after month, year after year, decade after decade. Yeah. And the people that do these jobs, like being the local entertainment guy in a small market in America is not this prestigious position that you might think it is. These guys use their holidays to go on press junkets. And the reason they do that and they don't make a lot of money is because they just love movies, mm-hmm. right? And they do these jobs because they love film. And it's not something where there's a giant line of people wanting to do this thing because it comes with a ton of sacrifice. That's why it's the same people doing it day after day, month after month, year after year. I'm all for getting more people in, but to try and take down or exclude certain people because the only thing they do is love movies. I'm not saying there's not other people who love movies, but it's not a orchestrated thing. Like these people do this stuff for free. Yeah. They really do. It's like, not like their bosses are organized and say, okay, all you white people, you're going to go interview the cast for the new Marvel movie. Yeah. All you black people are going to go interview the cast of the new Tyler Perry movie. Yeah, it's, it's the studios. Like it's not the press, okay? Yeah. Like she has to understand. So you can go to 
your studio and say, who are you inviting? You can do that, but you can't put it on people who review movies because the people who actually truly in 2019 who love movies, who are willing to go away when they have kids at home every single weekend and work for free for the most part to go and review a movie, there's not a lot of people lined up to do those jobs. That's why it's the same people that have been doing it for year after year. And uh, I'm all for inclusion. I, re- I really am. Yeah, no, but, sure. but this isn't on the people that do this because those guys that do this, man, they sacrifice a ton to make you a movie star. They really, really do. What is the level of PDA you are comfortable witnessing in public? What is the level? Like, okay, are you cool seeing somebody hold hands? Yes. In public. Okay, so yeah. So uh, 92% of people think that's fine. And that includes 90% of women, 93% of, uh, 90, 90% of men, 93% of women. Which means, though, there's still 10% of men that think that it's inappropriate to hold hands in public. To me, that's a very large number. Uh, what about hugging in public when you see somebody hugging? Of hug course. Yeah. Uh, 89% of men said yay. 90% of women said cool. I'd hug you right now. What about uh, kissing no tongue? Don't care. Sure. Like Go Italian on both cheeks? No, kissing. No, kissing, Like man. a couple. Yeah, that's yeah, fine. that's fine. Okay. Don't care. 75% of men said they were cool with that. 65, 62% of women. So more men are cool with seeing people kiss than women. Wow. More women are cool seeing people hug than men are. What about kissing with tongue? Sure, go for it. If you're in love, even if you're not, I don't care. Use some tongues. <laughs> what, Maury? No, I don't know. What? So that's your line. Really? I was in a hot tub over the weekend, and there was a couple, a guy and a girl, that started cuddling in the hot tub. I left the hot tub. Don't ask. Okay. So, tongue kissing, don't so, care. Uh, That's 20, fine. 20% Do of men said yes. Only 9% of women said that they were cool. Really? With seeing people With seeing people tongue Why? kiss. Yo, let that tongue yeah. do that and work. And what, what about a, a couple that are getting a little handsy? That just, to with me, each says, other. says passion. Okay, on a bus. No way. On a sure. bus. No. Getting a little hands. Because where that's am I fine. supposed to look? If they're not touching me or they're getting in my way to yeah. get off that bus, then no, that's fine. No, I don't care. No. So, Do you no, think? Thanks. Yeah, so getting a little handsy. I'm with you. Uh, 6% of men said they're cool to witness uh, people getting a little handsy with each other. Yeah. Uh, my hands only, do that work. Only 2% of women <laughs> said that. <laughs> <laughs> what else are you supposed to do with the man, right? You know what I'm saying? Uh, El Chapo. I am so into this story because I watch so much Netflix. Yeah. And so Narcos Mexico introduced El Chapo for like a couple seconds. So Ooh. you sort of know where they're going with that. But then I'm like two seasons into the actual El Chapo show, but it's subtitles, so I keep falling asleep. <laughs> <laughs> too much reading. I know. It's it gets you every time. <laughs> it's too much reading. So he was uh, convicted on uh, yesterday for masterminding an international drug smuggling conspiracy. Once the sentence is passed, they say his final destination is going to be the ADX Florence, which is a 490-bed supermax prison in the middle of Colorado. They okay. call it Alcatraz of the Rockies. It's America's most secure prison because if you've watched the El Chapo shows, he escaped twice. Yeah, One time, his dudes dug a tunnel Underneath the prison. Underneath the prison, and then when they were ready, El Chapo just went in the shower and ducked down in the hole and dipped. Didn't he get on like on a motorcycle or something yeah, down there? Through a tunnel. <laughs> they had a motorcycle in a tunnel. How do you not hear that? <laughs> I don't know. So anyway. Like if you're a guard, right? And you hear a motorcycle rev up right beneath your feet, yeah. aren't you being like I wonder what that is. Yeah. I should probably go check it out. How do you engineer that though? How do you engineer I, I a tunnel to know. go specifically into yeah. a shower in a prison? Like, and it's not a giant shower. It's like where athletes shower. 
whip each other with towels. This is like a single shower <laughs> stall that he escaped from. Also in that prison, it's worth noting, is the 1993 uh, mastermind who uh, orchestrated the first bombing on the World Trade Center in New York. The Boston Marathon bomber is in there. Uh, the shoe bomber, Richard Reed, is in there. And also the Unabomber, Ted Kaczynski, is in there. All Holy. in this same prison. It's 23 hours a day, no human contact. Really? Yeah. Yeah, 23 hours a day, no human contact. Uh, the Academy Award, their decision to put four Oscar categories during the commercial breaks has really pissed a lot of people off. Wait, what? So they're doing four Oscar categories during commercial breaks. Uh-huh. Okay, so cinematography, film editing, makeup and hairstyling, and live action shorts are going to be handed out during the commercial breaks. But what I've read is they're still going to air in a montage a quick cut of their acceptance speech. So it still will make the broadcast yeah. to a certain degree. Yeah, yeah but they got to cut that back. But uh, Oscar winners Guillermo del Toro and Alfonso Cuaron and Emmanuel uh, Lubezki have all commented on this. So uh, this is what del Toro said. If I may, I would not presume to suggest what categories to cut during the Oscar show, but cinematography and editing are at the very heart of our craft. And then Alfonso Cuaron said this, which is quite profound actually. He goes, in the history of cinema masterpieces have existed without sound, without color, without a story, and without actors, and without music. No single film has ever existed without cinematography and editing. Holy! <laughs> but they're not taking away the award. They're just not showing it to the people at home. Yeah, I know, but my God. Those shows are long enough, man. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you, though, when they first did the Oscars way back in the day, they only gave away like three awards, yeah. so... Jeez, I know, that's tough. What do you do? Everybody, you know, nobody wants those categories. Nobody wants to sit through them anyway, but no. you can't cut them. I start to feel bad now when they say that they're going to cut them from the show. Right? That's terrible. Yeah. I would feel less bad if they said they were getting rid of them entirely than they were just going to have them handed Hide out during them? commercials. Yeah. Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And there she was, chair girl, walking out of a courthouse into a Starbucks, all smiles for me as the cameras followed her. This is exactly what she wanted, bro. A star is born. This is exactly what she wanted. <laughs> yeah, so her name is uh, Marcella Zoya. She probably listens to the show. Good morning, Marcella. She looks, human like, being. she looks like she listens to the show. Uh, she made an appearance at College Park Courthouse uh, yesterday morning, as you saw, I'm sure, released on bail of $2,000. She's got to live with her mom, which I assume she did anyway. I don't know. She's 19. She is a bottle service girl at local bars. Oh, so she could afford that bail. Uh, here is a clip of uh, her leaving court, loving all the attention. Like, that's what you say, like, when you're, you know, Paris Hilton getting off a plane and you're walking out of the airport. Hi, guys. Bye, guys. Like, that's yeah, what you say I to paparazzi. Go. That's not what you say to the news media who are filming you after you leave court for throwing a chair off a balcony. Uh, this is her lawyer, if you're interested in that, Greg Leslie. 
Hi guys, I'm Greg. <laughs> she is embarrassed by what happened. She wished it never happened. Of course, she would never wish anybody would be hurt. Not only you saw the video, you heard what's going on in the video, and there were people there uh, causing peer pressure, right? Creating peer pressure on her. She's a young lady, and a mistake happened. Uh, this is not a case whereby we don't know who did it. I mean, it's clear, you know, Miss Zoya is the one who threw the chair. Um, and yes, it was absolutely it was peer pressure and a momentary. Uh, lapse of the judgment. Uh, Bro, what kind of lawyer are you? Yeah. <laughs> she did it. <laughs> Case closed. Homie. <laughs> What's know, he maybe, doing? Maybe he's new. What kind of lawyer is that? <laughs> When's the last time I heard a lawyer say that? It's clear. She did it. She's in the video. What's <laughs> <laughs> the last time? He's like, you heard anyone's lawyer so, no, say did that? Did I say that? Shoot, I so, changed my answer. So what, now their defense is that uh, it's going to be peer pressure and to just yeah. give her, you know, Jesus. Uh, so the chain smokers were doing an interview yesterday and they said that when they met um, Mariah Carey, yeah. uh, she thought that they were One Direction and then instead <laughs> instead of apologizing or making good, Mariah Carey just trolled them harder. So here's, no. the, cha here's the chain smokers from yesterday. Yo, we met Mariah Carey this one time. Oh, funny. Yeah, we were talking yeah. about her earlier. Yeah, yeah Mariah. And uh, she, I remember seeing her and I was like, oh my God, like fantasy and honey. And she was like, dude, I love you guys. And we're like, well, what? Wow, you know who we are? And yeah. she was like, One Direction, right? <laughs> and then so that went a little viral. And then Mariah jumped in and tweeted, Of course I know you. I love that's what makes you beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. No. Uh, there is a Breaking Bad movie headed to Netflix. No, no! Yeah, it's no, the... No, don't do it! Starring, it's not uh, Vince Gilligan, is it? Yeah, I believe so. Uh, I can't see anybody else doing it. I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, uh, Us Weekly reports the show creator Vince Gilligan is attached to write and direct the sequel, which will pick up nearly six years after the original series ended and finds Aaron Paul reprising his role as Jesse Pinkman. I don't so know gets, if you're interested in that. So he gets away. Nah. Listen, you know what? I had my doubts about Better Call Saul. Oh, it's so good, though. But... Season after season, it just keeps getting better, and I love it. It's so, so good. Uh, Ariana Grande apparently recorded three versions of Thank You Next. What? So the first version she recorded is the version that she released. Then she did a version where she didn't call out or mention her ex's names. Okay. Then she also did a version because I guess during the process of recording Thank You Next, she had briefly got back together with Pete Davidson. So she recorded oh. a version of Thank You Next that she would have released had they got married, which would have been a completely different song or a different version of that same song. Oh, wow. Yeah, so she had three versions of, uh, of Thank You Next. Uh, more controversy with Motown. So it started, if you remember, when everybody freaked out because they had J-Lo at the Grammys perform during the Motown tribute. Yeah. So they just taped the TV special, the Motown 60, which is slated to air in April. And during the taping, the people who were there found a few things odd. One, during the entire Motown special, the 60th anniversary of Motown, there is not one single mention of Michael Jackson or the Jackson 5. What? <gasps> not one mention, and they're saying that they may have just decided to take a pass on anything Jackson or the Jackson 5 because of the new Michael Jackson documentary that was at Sundance and which will now be airing on HBO in the future. But why it's weird is people forget that it was at the Motown 25th anniversary special where Michael Jackson first did the moonwalk on stage. Yes. 
I know. Go YouTube it. So they had Michael Jackson on their stage doing the moonwalk for the first time at a Motown special. And during the 60th anniversary, Motown 60, there is no mention of Michael Jackson or the Jackson 5. Um, George Clooney's wrong. What? And For what? I don't want to call out George Clooney, but George Clooney's wrong. He's wrong. And he came out in defense of Meghan Markle. And how the press are hounding Meghan Markle. Because if you remember, George Clooney was a big, it was a friend of Princess Diana. Yeah. Oh, no. He's okay. making the comparison now. So what George Clooney said about Meghan Markle and the never-ending scrutiny, according to him, he said they're just chasing Meghan everywhere. She's been pursued and vilified. Not denying that. Um, and then he went on to compare the paparazzi treatment to Meghan Markle to the relentless paparazzi treatment uh, for Princess Diana. And he says this, she's a woman in her seven months pregnant and she's been pursued and vilified and chased in the same way that Diana was and it's history repeating itself. We we know how this ends. That's what he said. Oh my God. This was George Clooney from 1997 when Princess Diana died, talking to the press. If you weren't hiding behind the profession of journalism, you would be an accomplice to a crime and you would go to jail. Okay, but here's the thing that people see, they forget, and it's easy to forget, is that the paparazzi did not kill Diana. A drunk driver killed Princess Diana. Her driver was extremely intoxicated. Mm -hmm. She got in a car, the guy was drunk, he sped, and he crashed. A drunk driver killed Diana, not the paparazzi. I'm not saying the paparazzi weren't there that night, but they weren't chasing the paparazzi. The paparazzi were chasing them. Whether it's the paparazzi or a snowstorm, when you're speeding and you're drunk and you crash, it's a drunk driver that killed Princess Diana. And so for George Clooney to say that, it's convenient to say it's the press, it's the press, it's the press when you're in that position that he's in. But people forget that Diana is probably the most famous face the most famous victim of drinking and driving. And that should be noted every chance that, uh, that you can. Uh, Samantha Markle, however, because oh. Meghan Markle doesn't have a press problem. She has a family problem. Yeah. Right? Am I wrong about this? It's not the press. It's her oh. family it's like that's every the other problem. Week, either her dad or her sister saying some nonsense out in the news. So this is Samantha's response to George Clooney. Hey, Looney Clooney. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. She's trying oh, to start no, right? your, your lawyer wife should have taught you not to make statements without full facts. Oh, I doubt hashtag George Clooney would ghost his mother for no legitimate reason. Ooh. Be quiet, George. Damn. Right. Samantha coming to the aid of her family. <laughs> <laughs> She's probably hoping for that text from Looney, from Megan, being like, it's not "Hey, happen. thanks, thanks not for standing gonna, up for me, not sis." Roz and Mocha Q and A. Ask Roz and Mocha. One of our favorite parts of the podcast. It is an exclusive to the podcast. You won't get this on the regular weekday radio show. Uh, what we do is we go to Instagram on Wednesdays at Kiss Nine Two Five, and we ask for you to load up the comment section with your questions. 
So we'll try to get through as many as we can in the next couple of minutes. And we also have somebody on the phone with us uh, to ask their question live. Hi, Marcy. How are you? Hi, how are you guys? Doing great. What is your question? My question is, at what age do you find it appropriate to stop kissing your child on the lips? Oof. Wow. David, David Beckham gets in trouble for this all the time yeah. on Instagram. Uh, Tom Brady got some heat last year, two years ago, yeah. for the same thing. Uh, Marcy, do you have any kids? Uh, yes, I do. I have two kids. I have my son who's almost three and my daughter is one. And you kiss them both on the lips? I kiss them both on the lips. My okay. husband has, he kind of feels a little weird about it. Really? I, I don't at all because they, they're my kids. Yeah, you know what? I don't find it weird at all. Like, I have... He's almost two, mm-hmm. our son Cruz, and I kiss him on the lips all the time. Yeah. And I always joke around at home, like, listen, when he's like starts pushing me away and stuff, I'm like, listen, bro, when you're 16 years old <laughs> yeah. and you're about to go out with your friends or if you play sports and before you hit that field, you're going to kiss your father on the lips, damn it. Yeah. Because <laughs> you're my son <laughs> no. and I love you. Right? Yeah, it's it's true. It's true. I, I had a great friend who... Uh, Still kissed his dad on the lips, and he was well into his thirties. Yeah, um, do I? I still kiss Roxy on the lips, and she's nine, and I don't think it's a thing because we've never made it a thing. Yeah, I, I think that when something like that becomes weird, it's oftentimes the parents making it weird, right? Like I, I've seen little kids before, like like Roxy will run around the house in her underpants, sure. right? If, if it's the summertime, she wears bottoms and no top, and she just goes all day, all night. That's just her life in the summer. Just bathing suit bottoms, and she just rolls, right? Where I know other kids that are her age or even younger, mm. where if they um, are coming over to swim or whatever, they'll like hold their, their, their top if they have no shirt on. And like, mm. oh my God, don't look at me. And I'm like, no kid does that themselves, right? That yeah, is a parent. Yeah. For sure. That's the parents putting that on the kids. And so when this stuff starts to become awkward, it's all generated by the parents making that thing weird. And so when people start, you know, harassing David Beckham or, you know, Tom Brady or, or whatever it is, one, I just want to say, mind your own goddamn business. Um, but two, I don't see a problem with it. Like, it's not weird because I don't make it weird. Yeah. And if you see something perverted in me kissing my kid on the lips, that's your problem. That's not my problem. Yeah. So, Marcy, what is your, like, have you had a conversation with your husband about, uh, about it? I did. And he's like, well, it's okay right now. But up until a certain age, he's like, that's got to stop. I'm like, well... No, because I want my kids to feel like that's me showing them love. Not yeah, any, it's nothing yeah. else. It's just yeah, your love. husband has a problem with it. Now, there are, there are times where I will say that things sort of need to stop. And it's unfortunate that it needs to stop. But uh, I remember I was, I was out with a really good friend of mine. Mm-hmm. And we were on a patio. It was the summer. And his daughter had just turned 13 or whatever it was. And she was with, out with her mom, and then they came to meet us on the patio. And there was only four chairs. And when they came up, summertime, she was wearing shorts and like a little tank top, whatever, 13-year-old girl stuff. And when she walked over to the table, she sat on her dad's lap. Mm-hmm. And her dad, I remember at the time, was like, you got to get off. Because I don't want, this is at the point right now where people start thinking that you're my girlfriend. 
Oh, oh, okay. Right? And he's like, I don't want people looking at you that way, and I don't want people looking at me that way. So grab, okay, that's so grab a chair and join us for lunch. But yeah. you can't sit on my lap when you're 13 in tiny little shorts, because that ain't happening anymore. Now give me a kiss on the mouth and go get a chair. <laughs> <laughs> right? So I don't know. So like certain things, I guess you do have to kind of, you know, taper off. But the, the kissing on the mouth thing, I think that if it's just a kiss, it's just a kiss. And, yeah. and it's, it's how you... You know, it's your kid, like you said, and and I don't want it to ever end. I really don't. And and maybe one day she will get to the point of where she doesn't want to kiss me anymore. It feels weird, and that's going to oh, be man, heartbreaking. Yeah, it's going to be crushing. But that's you know, even now, I cry when that happens. Yeah, do you let your kids sleep in your bed? Yes, I do. Yeah, I know. So do we. Um, and <laughs> probably way more than we should. But I know right now, with Roxy being nine, that we're on the clock. And I know there's going to be a time, in, and it's happening, and it's going to come quick, where she doesn't want to crash out with us anymore. And that day's going to break my heart. So now, when she's nine and says, can I sleep with you guys tonight? I don't feel well. I always say yes. When she was six, I would say no all the time. Yeah. Because I knew I had lots of time left. Sure. But now that she's nine, when she asks, I'm like, absolutely. Let me go tuck you in. We'll hang out. We'll I'll party. We'll have fun. tell you guys right now, you, Marcy, and you, Roz, yeah. and everybody listening right now, parents who are listening right now, the one heartbreaking thing in our house is that our son, Cruz, who's, again, almost two, yeah. does not sleep in the bed with us and doesn't want to sleep in the bed with us. Yeah. And I just I want that moment so bad. Like, he he sleeps in his own room. He sleeps in his crib. Yep. And we're blessed. He sleeps, like, right through, through the night, and it's fantastic. Wow. Right? The other night, he ran into our bedroom. We weren't there. And he closed the door. Right? And we were running his bath at the time. I was like, you get back here, you little bugger. I know you don't want to take a bath right now, yeah. but you're going to take a bath. And we opened the bedroom door and turned on the light. And he was laying in our bed, pulled up the covers right up to his neck. Yeah. Like lounging in the bed. And I was like, oh my God, this is all we ever wanted, right? Yeah. So Jen and I both like quickly pulled the blanket, crawled into bed with him. Yeah. This little guy gets up and bounces. No. And he's yeah. like, all right, guys, it's bath time. See, that sucks. Like, oh That's crushing. God, it's, I know, it's, it's crushing. It's crushing. But, I, you know, you will probably then also go through because everything that is down is up. And it, when he gets his own bed and wakes up in the middle of the night, you are going to be in a couple of years possibly sitting here going, oh, my God, my kid woke me up again last night because he wants to sleep with us. Yeah. And it's driving me nuts. <laughs> like, that's the sort of everything that you're, that you're going through. Yeah. Right now, you're heartbroken one way. You're going to be heartbroken another other way it's just it's the sort of joys of of having a kid but uh, but yeah no i think that moke and i sort of agree on on a lot of things when it comes to to this and that is they're your kids you love them do what you want with them exactly thank you guys yeah. Yeah. No even when they're 21 years old about to go to the clubs with their friends yeah you get over here and kiss your father on the lips <laughs> damn it beard to beard yeah, okay let's rub beards. <laughs> <laughs> thank you marcy thank you thank Bye -bye. you all right Bye. so uh we have actually uh, another phone call that we have to take oh. for Ask Razamoka, something that's never been done before. Uh, let's get him on the phone first. Hey, is this Spence? Yeah, sure is. All right, Spence Holden, you are a fan of the Razamoka show and the podcast, and you want to do something special on our podcast right now, correct? Yeah, that's very much correct. Okay, so what is it? What's going on? Okay, so um, earlier this year, my wife and I uh, welcomed our first babies of the world. And uh, nice. congratulations, thank you. Thank brother. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you, gentlemen. And much like you, Mocha, she has been um, 
you know, much like you and your wife, she's been over the top incredible. And I've, I've watched her, uh, you know, transform into the most amazing mother. And she's not really one for material gifts. So her birthday's coming up. So I thought I'd write her a little poem and uh, she could listen to it on the podcast. She listens to the podcast every night while she's in her bath um, at the end of the day to decompress. Yeah. So I'm not even going to tell her. I'm just going to wait till she hears it. Oh, okay. Oh What's God. her name? Her name's Brienne. Go ahead, Spence. Okay. Brienne. This year has been a special year. I've watched you take the lead. We've grown and changed and blossomed and at such alarming speeds. Your love is unconditional and never is for sale. You hug me even after work and I smell like Maury's toenail. You're there when, <laughs> you're there when things are bad and you're there while life's a party. But kick me out of bed if I'm Lindy Marty Farty. Your beauty, <laughs> your beauty and your spirit always seem to make me pause. I try to be a cool guy, but I'm not as smooth as Roz. Mm. <laughs> to let you know how much I care, now on your special day, I'll try to make these words come out as more than mouth charades. With all my heart, I'll do my best to tell the world our story and hope that you won't be creeped out like Sean Mendez is by Maury. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> you tease me when I'm sappy, and I wish that I could lie, but you laughed at me for hours when I bawled while Mocha cried. <laughs> The truth is that I love you, and you've got my heart in clinch. From the second that I saw you, I knew that I was pinched. So thanks for all you do for me and for giving me a chance. My love, I'll never take it back like Maury's dad's white pants. (laughs) 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 So thanks to you three fellas who put smiles on our faces. Oh, yeah. Out of Roz and Mocha, damn it, Maury is our favorite. Oh, shut up. (laughs) First of all, that is... Uh, I'm so fantastic. Right that Yo, is so Spence, great. You like legit really listen to the Razamoga show. Uh, we sure do, man. Every day. In fact, that is a, great. Uh, a staple in our household is when one of us does something wrong, we call each other a loser. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sure I'm sure she'll be calling me a loser for this. But wow. Uh, yeah, uh, thanks for the opportunity, fellas. Man, you guys sound like you are great. Do us a favor, uh, hit Maury up and let us know what her reaction was when she heard it, would you? Yeah, I absolutely will, of okay. course. Let's get her on the podcast next time. Yeah, that'd be great. That'd be really great. Right, Thank cool. you so much, Spence. Much love to you and your entire family, bro. Cool. Thanks, fellas. Have a great day. You, you too, got man. It, man. Yeah, wow, so I, nice. this may be my favorite start to the uh, podcast ever. That's crazy. He like incorporated stuff from our show over the years into that poem. That's Jeez. so nice. Uh, Stephen, Stephen, I don't know how to pronounce your last name, Vodnikarov. Stephen Vodnikarov says this, uh, what's more important to a relationship, liking the same things or disliking the same things? Can it be a mix of both? No, what's more important? You have to pick one. Liking the same things or disliking the same things? I think the obvious answer would be liking the same things, but... Disliking the same things makes it more interesting. I don't know. I'm, I'm going to say disliking the same things because there's more to like. I'm going to say disliking the same things as well. As far as what's more important, I'm not saying what's more enjoyable. Yeah. But what's more, what's more important? Because when you like the same things or when you don't like the same things, right? Like if Catherine likes something... I don't necessarily need to love it. I don't need to participate in it. I hope you can that enjoy she, it. I hope that she goes out and, and has support, fun. Yeah. I just like her. Now, when it comes to the things that you dislike, yeah. Okay. 
if she likes something that I dislike, that's a problem because then I can't do the thing or I can't like the thing or listen to the thing or vote for the guy that she doesn't like. That's when problems start happening in relationships. So it's got to be dislike. I I think it's more important to dislike the same things. Plus, when you dislike the same things, it's easier to make fun of those things together. Correct, Amundo. All right. Yep. Being mean together. That is a huge part of it. (laughs) Being sassy. Being sassy. Uh, Stephen also asks this question. What's something that you're good at that your partner doesn't care about or respect? Oh, yeah. Uh, Two things. One, mowing lawn stripes and building Ikea furniture. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Do you have a more? I was going to say canoeing. You don't canoe. (laughs) I've canoed and he's like, I don't care. But hold on a second here. But are you good at it? Who isn't? Well, a lot of people. No, I'm very good at canoeing. Are you? When we went camping with my parents, I was like, look at me, I'm canoeing. He's like, Yeah, but that was like how many years ago? Like three years ago. Oh, so canoeing as an adult. Canoeing as an adult. Okay, okay. And and he's in the canoe and and I'm like, look at, I'm doing this. And he's like, what do you want, a medal? And he doesn't care. He's like, great, take me to shore. I gotcha. Okay, yeah. yeah. Mocha? Um, (sighs) What are you good at that Jenna doesn't care about? Video games. I mean, no, I, yeah, maybe video games. I don't know, wrestling knowledge or like quotes from my favorite wrestlers or. Because she doesn't care. Where other people would be really impressed with your knowledge of wrestling and being able to recall specific dates and quotes and everything. I'll tell you. Yeah, go. Okay. Along the same lines as as you with lawn maintenance and lawn stripes. Yeah. So I get super obsessive in the winter and in the summer. Wintertime with shoveling the driveway and making sure it is like super clean, right? Mm-hmm. She'll be like, if you're out there with the snowblower or with the shovel, just clear the driveway, come back in, it's cold outside. Yeah. Whereas I'm like, okay, I'm going to clear the driveway. But I'm also, if there's any bit of snow left on, like, you know, when you drive onto your driveway and while there's snow still there and the snow yeah. like packs super, super hard sure. and sticks to the driveway, I will then take an ice scraper and <laughs> scrape off all that snow okay. and then shovel it away. So I want my driveway to look like just jet black. Perfect. Right? But are you not ruining the, the pavement? No. No, no, no. And in the spring it's done and with a light touch. summer, oh. when I'm maintaining the lawn... I have like special scissors that I bought that after I finished <laughs> with the lawn, I will make sure I'll look and kind of see that everything's kind of evened out. And if it's not, yeah. I will take those scissors, those clippers, yeah. and I will trim like individual grass blades, oh even God. on the edges to yeah. make sure that everything just looks nice. And she's like, what are you doing? Yeah. You've been outside for like an hour and a half. Why don't you come inside and hang out? So she's thinking you're doing this because you don't want to spend time with her. Yeah, there's there's nothing. No, I just like it to look good. Yeah, it, and it's it really sucks when the thing that you love your partner looks at as a complete waste of time. Yeah. Right? Be like, like don't you want to come in really and like have a sandwich or do you want to come in and like let's watch TV yeah. or like we have all these other things in the house that need to get done. Yeah. See, what frustrates Catherine a lot is I am very good at doing nothing. <laughs> where I can sit on the couch and mm-hmm. just stare at the back window. And I could do that for 45 minutes mm. and not even care. I don't have to do anything. I have nothing in my hands. I have no, I have, it's nothing. I'm, just, it's, I'm in a catatonic state where I can just sit and stare at the back window. And it bothers her that I'm able to do that. She doesn't like that I can do that. Yeah, because she needs stuff to do yes. all the time. Yeah. Uh, Dominic asks this question. This one's for Roz. Would you rather be called smooth, cool dude or rough, hot guy? Okay, next question. This one is for... Uh, no, you have to answer oh every question. Oh, God. 
first of all, who calls me a rough, hot guy? It's Nobody. Now that's not <laughs> one of the things. That's now a thing. <laughs> rough, hot guy. <laughs> if you say it one more time, it's a thing. No. Uh, don't make me pick between smooth, cool dude and rough, hot guy. Uh, okay. Said it three times. Okay? That's just, that's not cool. Stop trolling me. And Let's just go own, with rough, hot our, guy. On our own Instagram page. That's not cool. All right. What else you guys want to answer? What was your first job and what was your most embarrassing job? That's from Matt. Okay. Um, my first job was working at the Bay in the children's clothing and furniture department. So <laughs> they put children's clothing and furniture in the same department and the same yeah. floor. Yeah, yeah, really? yeah, yeah. Like cribs and strollers, yeah. stuff like that. I would all have that to stuff. all the high all the high chairs and everything are everything. all everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to like assemble like a stroller every other day for a customer for them to walk out yeah. of the store with. And I would say my worst job, uh, hmm, I don't know if I've ever had a worse job because I went from the Bay to working in radio. And there was like one little kind of blip in between where I was in college and I was saving up money for the summertime because when I was in radio school, I was going to do my internship over the summer at a radio station in New York. Mm -hmm. And working at the Bay, I wasn't getting enough money that I would need to survive in New York for right. three full months. So I did another job. And I was working at a restaurant. But before I applied to work at that restaurant, there was an ad in the paper for like drivers for delivery. And then I drove out to this place that was like an hour away from my house and it turned out to be you had to take like stationery to like businesses and try to sell it to the people who work there. Oh, like you were a salesman. Like a salesperson. Oh, that's not a driver. Right? Yeah. No, but that's not a I driver. I had to drive my own car. That's where no, the trick was. No. So I went that one day and drove an hour. And then they were like, okay, here's your kind of region. This is just like a test run. Yeah. All right. You're going to go talk to people, you're going to drop the stuff off, let them have it for a couple of days, and then you bring it back to us, right? So I went, and the region that I was assigned to was five minutes away from where I, I lived. Oh, no. So you got to sell stuff to your own neighbors? So I drove an <laughs> nah, hour not away cool. from home not cool. to come an hour not back cool. to my area no. to go to these little businesses, yeah. leave stuff there, and then I was like, well, what if I don't just sh like just don't show up again? Yeah. And he was like, "Well, you, you, we have your information. You're on the hook, hundreds of dollars for all this stuff." Yeah. So like two days later, I had to go back to all these places, collect the junk, and then drive an hour away to give it back to this guy. And it was like, yeah. oh, the war. I was like, "There's no way I'm doing this." Yeah, no, no when way. You, when you're young, you take, you take terrible jobs. Uh, much like um, Ren and Footloose, my first job was also my worst job, which was <laughs> uh, working in the local flour mill in the town that I grew up in. Yeah. And they wouldn't let you dance? Where no, they wouldn't <laughs> let me dance. Uh, where I, I didn't get the 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 glory job at that place was being able to bag flour, if you yeah. can believe that. That was the that's what you aspired to. Okay. When you started, you were on a crew called maintenance and pest control because flour mills are full of rats. Oh gross. And so my first job was killing rats. And oh god. You had to go down in the basement underneath the flour mill and dig out the um, uh, dirt walls and we were framing so we could pour concrete in them. And as you would dig out these dirt walls walls you would hit these rat holes and rats would start running out of you <laughs> and and Gross. you had so what you had down there with you was a flashlight yeah. a shovel yeah. a pellet gun and your boot 
Oh my God. You were killing rats with all things. Oh my God, that's great. You were stomping them. You were shooting them. I know, it's terrible. You were hitting them with shovels. You were doing everything. And then when I got out of the pest control and maintenance, we had to paint the silos. Yeah. And so they had these big giant, uh, like grain silos, right? That went all the way up. They were like 80 feet tall silos. Mm -hmm. And they needed to, to paint the outside. So we had to prime them. And I was working there with my brother. And how you got up to the very, very top was this weird sort of man lift ladder. It was a moving ladder that was on a conveyor belt. So you just grabbed a hold of it and it shot you up five floors. And then you get out there on the top of the building, walk out on the top of the silo, and then that's where all the paint equipment was. And my brother and I were like, okay, but how do we paint the side of the silo? Yeah. It's 80 feet in the air. And he goes, well, you're going to use the chair. And we were like, okay, some sort of harness thing. And what was there, not a word of a lie, was a lawn chair. <laughs> okay. <laughs> with rope attached to it. That doesn't seem too safe. Right. And they expected my brother and I to take turns lowering each other down. Oh my God. While holding the rope and he would have a can of paint and a paintbrush <laughs> oh, no. to paint the side So of... you had to like physically hold the rope? Oh, we didn't do it. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, going to say like who no, went first? But no. someone did it. Some Somebody point. did it. Somebody did it. We didn't do it. And then the worst job I had, I was a telemarketer. That wasn't the worst job? No, I mean, yeah, I was a telemarketer. Being the telemarketer was actually kind of a good job. I was really good at it. But the guy who ran the telemarketing office was, it was like... It was a scheme? Oh, no, no, it wasn't a scheme, but he was just such a loser. What were you selling? Um, uh, uh, symphony tickets. And he had a nervous twitch okay. where he would always pinch the end of his wiener, right? That was his nervous... <laughs> That was his, his nervous. He always he was no, always that's yeah not real. yeah he was always fidgeting with the end of his wiener what? right and and uh, and then when he when he was ever when he was in a position where he had to speak in front of the whole room of telemarketers he would just stand there? he would get nervous and at times you could tell that he was fighting to pinch the end of his wiener sometimes he would put his hand in his pocket and you could see him pinching the end of his wiener <laughs> uh, but other times if he couldn't he would like if he was standing there and pacing back and forth and saying what the projected sales should be for the day and yada 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 and if there was a chair there he would just nonchalantly walk up behind the chair and rub the end of his wiener on the back of the chair <laughs> right and it, it, and so much so that this guy wore such cheap suits right yeah. that the front of his suit where his wiener was was like wearing away like you know when you can see like a hole developing in fabric right yeah he had pinched it so often and rubbed it against so many things that the fabric was wearing away uh, in the crotch of his pants did anyone right? ever ask him like bro what's up no because i don't want to know I don't want to talk to him about why he does that. I don't want to know. It's weird enough that he does it. Yeah, I don't I want. I don't want to then become his friend who he can confide in yeah. about the problems that he has, where he compulsively <laughs> rubs the end of his wiener. Right? Like I don't need to know that about him. <laughs> like, hey, Russ, I got a pinch real quick. You and mind they, if we talk? And they wouldn't give us hand hands-free phones, so we had regular like phones, phones. Re receivers yeah. that you would pick up. And one of the women who worked in there uh, was so pissed off that they wouldn't give us hand-free phones that she came in every day and had a knee-high stocking, like a, like a um, uh, what do you call it? Like nylons yeah. that, that were knee-highs. And she would take the phone and make a head, uh, she would take the, the nylon and make a headband out of it. No. And, then, and then tuck the receiver of the phone up inside the nylon so it would stick to the side of her head, <laughs> right? And that's how she sat and did her business, Holy like cow. all professional 
know, while our pit boss guy was rubbing his wiener in the back of the little <laughs> chair. It was the weirdest. It was the weirdest thing, man. So anyway, oh. that, that was that. Those are those are the the jobs that I did. Maury, uh, what was your first job, and what was your most uh, embarrassing or your worst job? First job working in movie theater. Um, I had to change the marquee and stuff like that. And That's the day fun. I quit. I threw out all the letters except F U C K Y O U. Why? I don't. know. I hated working there. But why would you do that though? I don't know. I was a rebel. Uh, <laughs> but also, how could you spell then and you can't spell now? Oh, I can spell those words. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, bear, and I also worked at Cuckoo's Chicken, and I once served Ricky Lake a turkey leg. <laughs> 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 and my most embarrassing, I think, is when I was the photocopier boy at uh, the temple. What temple? Holy Blossom. My oh, religious, oh. like my synagogue. I was the photocopier boy. But did you make money for that or no? I, I, made, <laughs> I made $10 a week. Ten dollars a week. Wait, how many how many copies were you were you I, making? All the teachers would come in, and I'd have to photocopy all their their stuff for the classes and stuff like oh that. Oh my god! So I'd be sitting there, like inhaling all the fumes, and just sitting in the photocopy room, hitting print. Why print. were you that guy? Like, were you so lonely, or like? <laughs> I don't know. Like to me, the kids that were like when you when the kid in school that always got the job, uh, you know, was was there was always something wrong with the kid, right? Like either nobody wanted to hang out with them, or he was troubled, or because well, in theory the teachers could photocopy their own things. No, 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 I know, but it's weird that you that you they looked at you and like this kid needs a job. <laughs> like it's weird. Here's your ten bucks. Like my teachers never offered me work. Also, right? I have a question: Why was your photocopy machine giving off fumes? Because it was like back in the day when it was like a mimeograph. Yeah, thing. it was when it was purple. Remember, it would come out. It wasn't a photocopy. It was like a. It was uh, just. It was a drum, and it, it would yeah. it print the same color thing all the. It was called a mimeograph, and yeah. it smelled no idea. awesome. No idea. No. No. You oh, didn't have really? That? Yeah. No, I swear. Yeah, it was yeah. always purple. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. No. No teacher ever offered me work. Is that a? Does that make me better? No. Oh. <laughs> 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 no. <laughs> um, Simon wants to know what instruments can you play? Oh. Um, I can play the guitar. Yeah, uh, you I play can keyboard I, or piano. I can, yeah, I can keep a beat on drums. I can play bass. I can play a little bit of piano, although I'm not really proud of how much I've lost. I used to be able way better on the piano. Um, I can program music. Mm-hmm. I am, and usually anything with strings, I can figure out a way to play it. I can yeah. play a ukulele. Um, you give me a couple hours of the banjo, I can figure out how to play a banjo. I'm good with I'm good with stringed things. Mm. Yeah, I uh, I only play drums. That's about it. That's it. Yeah, my dream is drum drums. Okay, uh, I can play the recorder and the harmonica. And the what? <laughs> the harmonica. The harmonica. Say harmonica. <laughs> the harmonica. You can't play the harmonica. Well, I can put it in my mouth and blow. Yeah, anybody can do that. Yeah, you but can't actually, actually play. play. Oh, then nothing. Okay. Like, yeah. I can make sounds. You can't even play the friggin' recorder, dude. I can make sounds. Yeah, anybody can, though. <laughs> okay, so nothing? Okay, nothing. It's fine to say yeah. nothing. There's a lot of, most people don't know how to play an instrument. No, but I want to. Then learn. Why don't, don't you? All right, uh, we have time for one more. Uh, Roz, will you be my Valentine? Of course I will, Olivia. Get in line. Beauchamp White. <laughs> Is that a married woman asking me if I'm going to be your Valentine? Yeah, she's married. Really? Curious. But oh, yes, okay, I here. I got one. I got one. Yeah. Last one comes from B. I think this is a very, very important question for us to answer. Yeah. More specifically, you, Roz. Okay. And I'm going to sit down for this. Because okay. I remember the first time this question was asked, and you had such an answer that I enjoyed. I would like to sit back close my eyes, and just listen to your voice. Oh, jeez, here we go. B said... I gotta readjust my... uh... Months ago, I heard Roz give his recipe 
for mac and cheese. Oh. And I couldn't write it down because I was driving, right. but it sounds so delicious. So I'm wondering, yeah. what is Roz's recipe for mac and cheese? Okay. So. Yeah. Wait. Okay, eyes are closed. Go. Okay. So here is the way that I do mac and cheese. I'm not saying it's the greatest mac and cheese, but it is goddamn good mac and cheese. Okay. Speak slow. So. The cheeses that you'll need, you can shake it up to whatever you need, but I always like a uh, an old white cheddar and then a Gruyere <laughs> and the magic cheese after that. Is you can use a jack, you can use a whatever, but don't do too much. But the, the trick uh, to getting everything sort of smooth and, and buttery is you're going to need about four slices of processed American cheese. Mm the singles white if you can find it don't get the mozzarella but sometimes craft will sell um, like white processed cheese because you want everything to be consistent in color and what you're going to do is take a pot in that pot you're going to put butter and you're going to melt the butter and you're going to throw some chunky onion in there and then you're going to throw in some heavy cream you can put garlic in there you can put a hot pepper in there you can do whatever throw in the heavy cream get all of that to a boil so whatever the extra flavors are that you want throw it in there but throw it in there chunky then what you're going to do is you're going to take that pot that has the melted butter all your flavor bomb your, your everything you've put in there and the cream you're going to take a sieve and you're going to strain it. So you're going to take everything out of it. But all that flavor is going to be in that cream that you mm-hmm. put in there. So you're going to take the chunks of garlic out, everything else. All of that goes away, goes in, the, goes in the trash. Then you put that cream mix back into the pot and you slowly start stirring in all your cheese, grated cheese, the sharp cheddar, the Gruyere, and then the Kraft processed singles, the American cheese. You're going to throw that in there because that's what's going to make it like butter, mm. right? Uh, boil whatever noodle you like, like a macaroni noodle. You don't need to do the, uh, what's it called? El dante? What's that? El dante? El dante. El dante. No, that's wrong. No, it's not. How do you say it? El dante. El dente. El dente. Thank you. Right? One of those. Sorry. Come on, man. El dante. That's a a Mexican dentist. (laughs) Dentist, right? (laughs) Right? El dante? Yeah. Isn't that a Mexican dentist? Okay. (laughs) I knew that. Uh, And then you're going to put it all together and you're going to boil your noodles and you're going to cover your noodles in a a pan with uh, or a pot with all that cheese mixture. You can put panko on the top of it and bake it in the oven if you want to. You can do all that fancy stuff if you want. But that's basically the trick, okay, is to you want it smooth and you want to use good cheese. You want to use full fat cream and a ton of butter. You're going to use more butter than you think that you need. Once you have butter in the pan and you're like, that looks like enough butter throw in more butter mm. okay trust me on that butter and the processed cheese is what's going to bring the whole thing together and then and then you uh, eat it and enjoy it well, when do you put the corn and tuna in no you don't do that more that's revolting I don't know about you guys, yeah. but I feel like I need a cigarette. I will drink. say, I've had, <laughs> I've had Roz's mac and cheese before, and it is to die for. Yes. Every Wednesday at Kiss925 on Instagram is where we will be looking for your questions as part of Ask Roz and Mocha. And of course, we will ask uh, one of you to join us on a future episode of the podcast to ask your question live. Don't forget, wherever it is that you get your Roz and Mocha show podcast from Apple Podcasts or Google Play, feel free to rate, review, share with your friends. Thank you very much for listening. We'll catch you on next week's episode. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 on KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com or on the KISS 92.5 app.